You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to Axe to Grind, a hardcore podcast. It's I'm Patrick. I'm Bob. And I'm Tom. It's been a minute. It has. Wait, wait, can I ask you guys a question? Of course. Hey. Have you guys missed us? Are you asking them? Because I got to admit, we missed us too. <laughs> oh, good ref. <laughs> Thanks, so we're back and let us give, let's do what we do, which is we... Show respect to our benefactors, our sponsors. This is this Casper <laughs> CBD oil. <laughs> I was just about to say the ones that keep us out of hawking CBD oil. Yeah. Uh, we got the offer five one vape. Thanks. Yeah. That, 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 <laughs> thanks anyway. We decided to go with something a little closer, a little closer to home, a little uh, different direction. And uh, that is Death Wish Inc. So uh, Death Wish, uh, one of my favorite labels. Uh, been doing business with them for 150 years. Mm -hmm. uh, almost had Trey on the show today. Yeah, uh, he's got uh, laryngitis. Yeah, uh, had some bad pancakes. <laughs> Thanks, Trey. Bad so, pancakes. Yeah, bad. So, pancakes. Uh, what do we got coming out from them? Oh, mm. Mm. we'll talk about it. Gouge away. Great no? record. Burn sugar. We're okay. going to talk about it. Okay. Yeah, we can go there. Um, you got to order it. You got to order it. Ten percent off. Hey, look, everybody that's, everybody that's heard it, they're going nuts for it. And I don't just say that because I'm going on tour with them. You know what I mean? Had a big conversation about uh, what we talked about, about the new wave of non-core. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think Gaucho is primed for it. Like I agree. I think somebody said it to me. Um, there's aggression in their music that isn't the uh, ignorant crowd kill, punch your friend in the no. face, but it's still aggression and it's that kind of energy that is pervasive and there's a lot of fucking people who want that we've talked about it a lot a lot we'll, t we'll talk about that at greater length in, in a minute yes um, <laughs> but pick that up uh, also uh, people are going nuts not necessarily this isn't our scene I'm going to speak broadly for a second mm -hmm. not our scene so maybe we don't see enough of it but there are people that are very excited for that cult leader record yes yeah. you know what oh, I mean yeah. so and it's weird that that's not my scene because it kind of is I like that sort of shit mm -hmm. but it's uh I'm not. I guess the people I follow are not those people. You know what I mean? No. So and and a reminder that we said this, and I, it's replayed in my head because it was a great conversation we had. Your timeline is not the truth. No, I heard today that like, firstly, seven percent of Americans being on Twitter in some capacity. That's a lot of Americans. If that's the actual that's yeah, that that's that I heard, that's a lot. But. That doesn't account for the people that are active or inactive. So mm -hmm. that means that you just started an account. So basically, everybody at home, what you're talking about here is whatever you're looking at is the smallest sliver of humanity that you could find outside of going to your local jack-in-the-box and just hanging out for a day. So it is – it's it's not the world. You know what I mean? Whatever you're looking at is not the world. Uh so shout out to Deathwish. Everybody knows that you can get a 10% discount by putting in the uh, promo code. Extra grind. And spell it out. You'd be you'd do well to spell that out. Yes. Um, the other thing is the new Modern Life is War single, second single in the series. It. Haven't heard it yet. 
um, but this is their new music. Actually, I saw the music video for one of the new songs. Um, it was interesting. It was two dudes in a room. It was actually pretty creative. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. So check that out too. And yeah. I like their new release kind of, you know, a couple of Style? songs at a yeah. time. I think that's pretty cool. If I agree. If you can get someone to back that and help pay for it, I think that's a cool idea. I agree. do it. You know what else? <clears throat> Let's get heavy a little bit. Go get a 100 Demon shirt from Deathwish. All right. Oh, I thought you meant heavy, like depressing. Oh no, 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 no! Like, like, like heavy, like I mean, like, heavy, like, like heavy, yes. depressing. Yes. Yes. I mean, if you really yes. listen to the words, yes. some dark riffs. Yeah. Go get that ho- Holy Land shirt. Why not? It's I think it's on sale. So grab that. Is it? Yeah, on sale and on discount. I've, I got, think. I've got the sweatshirt. Yeah, there mm. you go. All right, so thank you to Deathwish. And wait a second, we got another sponsor. We do. <laughs> Triple B. <laughs> Triple B, uh, who we joke uh, is uh, cornering the market. Uh, but it's not that big a joke, you know. What I mean, no, like it, it, it's like a, it's kind of a reality. You know, there are some up and coming oh, young yeah. labels, Look, rad, no. but they have something to aspire to in what Sam's doing. We Agreed. saw it this past week with a record we're going to talk about. Yes, don't even need to name it yet. Nope. Um, and he's got more stuff coming up. Let's talk about that one that's not on discount yet. You can't use the promo code, which is X to grind, and you might want to spell it out. But that's Mind Force Excalibur. Mm. So, so good. You, From you, what I've heard, you I, guys, you guys have more insight into this than mm, I do. Mm. It's supposedly quite good. That's what the word on the street. Yeah, is. Yeah, I, I can't tell you for certain mm. that I've heard it. Mm. The streets of the Hudson Valley mm. are yeah. ringing the praise. Mm. Beacon is just <laughs> 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 on fire. Yeah, uh, that bridge over eighty four. Holy shit! Wow, Tivoli Bay is, is just electric with this. Uh, <laughs> but, so. Uh, yo, the lyrics on that song, um, I want to go to Ward just to erase your name. Damn. Hard. hard. Mm. I swing a Like, what is it? I swing the sword like a gavel or whatever the yeah. fuck. The lyrics yeah, that's are great. Fantastic. It's fucking that's great. Cool. I love it. Uh, so you should go pre-order that. But let's give you something to get a discount on, too. What do you want to get a discount on? Um, well, let's see. You know what? The clear 7-inch. Um, it's the... Maybe a lost record in the Pat Flynn discography. I would say it's definitely the uh, overlooked. Uh, this is his Moshcore band from San- Salt Lake City, right? Is that what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> X exactly. Clear, X Clear X. X. So yes. people forget that Pat had a, a little stint in Salt Lake in the '90s. Yes. Right. He was, he was like a little nine. more militant. Yeah. 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 He was very angry about yeah. the straight um, edge, carving X's in people's backs, that sure. kind right. of thing. Right. McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I went but, to see Clear mm. play. Pat's Clear yeah. play with Cream. But oh. not cream, cream, cream with two e's. Oh, the C R E E M. Yes. Okay. So, but, so for two bands, two like bands copy, that, yeah. Yeah, open for chain. I think. It was. Well, I think. Oh, yeah, did did I mention this uh, last episode that I was just on tour with a band called Wallflower? That obviously there's a the Wallflowers one taillight. There's the Wallflowers, and then apparently there's a UK band from 10 years before that called oh, wow. Wallflower. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, the, but it's Jacob Dylan. So, well, yeah. I mean, Patrick uh, Pat is in another band called Free. That's so true. it's not deny the existence yes, of the that's true. 70s Fair. rock band. That's true. Um, but it looks like Trouble be sold out of the clear 7-inch. So go get the Wolf Whistle 7-inch. Yeah. 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 Uh, playing oh, some shows coming up. I got with... my new band, Jesus Jones. I'm no, sorry. Wolf yeah. Wolf Whistle is the overlooked. That's totally Pat, overlooked. Is the yeah. Pat Flynn But they are going to be playing shows with your boys in Regional Justice Center ah. coming up soon. In okay. December, maybe? But oh, it's coming up. They have a new record coming out? They have an Wolf LP Whistle. that... Wolf Whistle maybe did Pat say something about that the last time he was on he, he was that off the microphone I don't remember he said it sounded like Palehead no <laughs> that, I think that was me being optimistic I think no I, he said it he might have said that yeah. as he was yeah. walking out the door that's right that was a little teaser hey Pat text 
somebody whose number you have and let us know. I'll send you Tom's number. Um, so yeah, so go check that out. Wolf Whistle, uh, free, uh, clear is good. Uh, they might have an LP coming out. Who knows? Oh, no but shit. also pre line of sight. Yep. So, yeah, yeah. Post front line. Oh, cool. Wow. That one All right. Know. So Triple B, thank you, Sam. Always. Let's get into the shit. Let's get into the shit. This is a big news week. Big news. <laughs> what do we do with news? We do well, quick hits. Yes, we do. Hit, hit me up. What do we got? You guys hear about this band Tourniquet? Yes. Yes. Okay. So the background, New Jersey, New Jersey uh, metalcore. Like metal yep. Yep. Um, they got in trouble. In oh, trouble. But not really. shame. Kind of in trouble. But. Well, you know what? It's funny. Because retroactively, it was like, fuck that dude. I'm glad he got split open. <laughs> because yeah. he was like kind of sketchy. Oh, right, right, right. Sure, sure, sure. You know. Not, I was like, why? It's okay because he's a Trump supporter. And then people like. Oh, wait. He's a Trump supporter? He's a Trump supporter. Oh, then that's fine. Whatever, yeah, dude. Your, your yeah, head's so broken anyway. There's like good. receipts. You know, uh, with him yeah, saying yeah. the N word and calling people. Oh shit! Well, this was and... this is maybe karma going to get you, but um, the 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 gist of it was they're playing they're playing a show in Wilkes Barre with Knock Loose, uh, I believe the band Warn, a couple other bands. No um, option, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the venue there that has been doing shows for a minute. Outer space is it called? Something not outer space. Something. It's something uh, like that. some venue. It's back though. Is it back? It's yeah. good. They yeah, got, they yeah, because they're doing Combust is playing a show there. Okay, that I think it was originally in Philly, and I don't know if Bob sent it to. No, Wilkes no, no. Barry? They 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 stopped. It got moved out of Wilkes Barre to Allentown because they closed the venue. It oh, was but there's another place. Is back, it's another. Though, it's coming back. Okay. It's, I'm almost positive. They they did they moved that show that was supposed to be there that weekend to the Lehigh Valley, like right. Allentown. But the like area. Hangman Combust okay, tour, like in like November. Hit it? Okay, yeah. good. Well, so they they the maybe lost a venue, but maybe have another one back. Long story short, <laughs> old men trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, what's happening the in the Lehigh Valley? Um, oh, you notice well. I didn't even jump in on yeah, that one. Were, I was like, I, was like I, I couldn't find Lehigh Valley. I couldn't find Lehigh Valley on a map. It's Bethlehem, PA. Okay, there you go. So you don't need to go there. You got no, your own. I'm good. Uh, dude threw his guitar. Split a dude open. Is that cool? Nah. Is it? Is it new? Nah. Are there people and bands who are straight up legends because of that kind of behavior? Yes. Yeah. Y'all just picking and choosing, and like, you can feel one way or the other. And I said this to somebody, a friend, this week. Hate on a band for the reason you hate them. Yeah. yeah. Don't look yeah, for yeah, like yeah. the. Like, this is my chance to take my shot. One hundred percent. And look, that's such the, a big I mean, thing. That's what hardcore is all about. As a disliked person, I'll tell you that that is my biggest pet peeve. Right. Yes. Like, Yo, that guy's band sucks. <laughs> yeah. Because you know why? Well, because he's a dick. Well, it's different. Yeah. Exactly. I don't like him on Twitter. Right. You know, okay, hate him for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we I'm all gonna, do. Yeah, no, cool, you can man. hate him for the color of his shoes. I don't care. Right. That's cool. Which, speaking of, Patrick, I, I met Patrick today at the park and uh, was yeah. looking for him. Yeah, his shoes are. They're what are those? Blue. Yeah, very. They're, and I was like, where are you? They're Nikes. And I was like, where are you? What? And he's like, oh, I'm right past the skaters. And uh, no, they were just Hello, bright. fellow kids. He didn't mention the bright pink sneakers he was wearing. <laughs> no, they're so. red. I know, but from afar, they look yes. very pink. Uh, uh, well, two, two things. Uh, I never, I've never worn Nikes in my life because when I was growing up, Nike was the enemy because mm-hmm. uh, they're child labor, yes. right? And, I just, and you are a Kangle guy. Just anyway, never, so. just never left my head. Uh, so I've never worn Nike, but I have had a hard stance that I'm not paying for shoes uh, mm-hmm. this year. So I haven't paid for shoes in like 18 months, even though I go through shoes every three months. These, I was helping my mother move. I found these. I believe they belong to my brother. They give the appearance, tell me if I'm wrong, that I am a 40-year-old man attempting to fit in with 23-year-olds. 
Not bragging if it's facts. You're like, yeah, you're, you're a stu- Steve Buscemi meme right <laughs> that, now. That's what that's I fine. look like. Uh, but they're, they're, no, they're, they're classy enough. You can yeah. wear those with khaki. You yeah, looked yeah, yeah. like the the cool dad yes. who was hanging out with his or kids like the retired skating. skater. Yeah, like yeah. The, you know, uh, like you're the, the guy. Like, like I was sponsored back in the day. Oh, well, I'll just have you guys know. I walked into a cologne shop the other day on Madison Avenue, and uh, the gentleman Ariel told me. I like your style. And I said, thank you so much. I call it ultra casual. Getting those samples? Yes, Good. free samples. Um, so where were we? Oh, okay. So, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, we've Paid all gone to shows. You're going to get, bu- I mean, it's it's not to be like, it's fucking hardcore, but like, it is. Whether it be someone throwing something from the stage or someone in the crowd. Yeah. People fucking, you know, jock bands and it's like, dude, they threw a fucking garbage can into the crowd or all their friends beat the shit out of each other. Like, yep. there's bands that do that exclusively. Yes. But There's, we were all laughing in, and joking and enjoying when one of the sweetest men in the world was throwing a bass drum off the stage at United Blood like nine months ago. So we can't be mad when someone's throwing a guitar and this just happened to hit someone. Here's, right. It, it, I mean, Ace had a Ace mosh with a chair, but then he turned it into a boombox, so he didn't get hurt. He didn't hurt anybody. Here's the thing. Yeah, it's people mosh with There's people have moshed. I've watched people mosh with hatchets, chains, hatchets, whatever. Look. Ball-peen hammers. Every time this happens, somebody gets mad. The internet gets mad. That 7% of the United States gets mad. Right? And I feel like 5% like five of that, well, 90% of that 7% mm-hmm. is hardcore kids. Right. <laughs> because everyone's like, everyone's got a stance. Everyone's got to say something. Yep. Everyone's got something. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm going to distill uh, what you guys are putting out there and put it into a highly dislikable uh, locust point sure. for people that d- just want to take issue with locust. Us. They probably threw stuff. <laughs> oh, locust. Here it is. We talk about the locust all the time. Though. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, nonplussed. I don't give a fuck. Tourniquet, your music's not there yet, but apparently your stage show is because I watched that. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting... ready. We 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 label this. We're gonna label this one and move on. Non-traversy. Yeah, non-traversy. If you got a problem, just wait a week. You'll have a new problem. And if you dislike them, dislike them for what you really dislike yeah. them for. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, you exactly got this. right. This was, exactly this right. Get it out. Because, yeah, I mean, if fucking a normal hardcore band or like a band where the kid wasn't wearing makeup threw a fucking guitar into it. I mean, yeah. God Almighty. Everyone loved fucking the, the Trail of Lies. Like someone threw a fucking... Uh, uh, um, a tom into the yeah, crowd, yeah. Right. and no one was like, "That's yeah. fucked up." Yeah. Look, that's I, more. That's more like it hurts. Yeah, if that know? hits someone, how we how we treating it? Is it going to get treated the same like, way? Like, yo, it's fucking trail yeah. nuts. And what that's really cool. happened was the 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 aggrieved, and I get it. I also get the point of somebody who maybe they don't get the money, whatever, whatever. Yeah, of course. And, and you know, um, use, you use go glue. in and trying to get it, but yeah, like uh, they, we aren't mad. We aren't mad 99% of the time when this happens. Why are we fucking talking about it? Yeah. Let's go. Well, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. That's And true. before the internet, it happened all the time. And this is the legends. Yeah, the legends. People love Has anyone seen, like, it. well, video of Dead Guy, if you haven't seen Dead Guy? Uh-huh. It was an act, like, Keith Huckins was waging war on the people in front. Yeah. Hit, oh. Getting hit with headstocks and fucking Timmy No Justice, fucking throwing shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Symbols. That's just our buddy and, yeah. Dave. Uh, if you want to watch the last show, No Justice Last Show video... Timmy grabs the cymbals and throws them off the stage. Um, they hit our former guest, uh, soon to be guest again, Dave, square in the forehead mm-hmm. uh, the day before he's supposed to play CBs the next day. Oh, and he has to go to the hospital in DC, misses the whole No Justice set and the rest of the show, um, has to get stitches in his head, and then plays uh, the the next day. It was Those were mouthpiece reunion shows in 2000. Yeah. And plays, uh, they opened, it was like, uh, it was Tear It Up, American Nightmare, 
Reach the Sky Bane A N mm-hmm. uh, mouthpiece. Or, yeah, mouthpiece. Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, Dave is loopy, and he gets up there. And he's like, "This song goes out to mouthpiece. If it wasn't for them." None of us would be here, and he just and you could tell he he, he had a concussion. Yeah, yeah. wow, symptoms, wow. C- symptoms. And look, real quick, I uh, I don't want anybody to die at a show. I don't want anything bad to happen to anybody. I don't give a fuck what the kid's done in his life. None of that's germane to me. I'm just gonna say that uh, yeah, it's just like Monday morning quarterback. It's like it worked out. Yeah, if he was somebody there by right, love, right, there right, might have been more right, of an right, issue. Right, but it's right, like fuck sure. this guy. He's got but, you know. But I, I'm just gonna say like, I mean, look. I don't know, man. Some, sometimes you go to a show, you die. I don't, uh, Pay whatever. attention. Whatever. Keep your head up. Keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> Gotta keep your head up. I mean, let's talk have about anyone watched, has anyone seen a person die at a show? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, this gets dark. I've seen two. He's dead, seen two. wow. Like actual dead. I've only yeah. seen one person die that, no, I, well, I've seen car accidents where I've seen people yeah. die. And yeah. then I've saw one person dead on a sidewalk. Uh, I, don't think I, see, I don't think I've seen anybody die at a show. I saw somebody die at a life agony show. No shit. Brain fluid coming out of his nose. Oh no, I don't want brain fluid oh. out of my nose. Yeah, no, yeah. I, it was on um, when Court TV was a thing. Mm. The entire trial was on Court TV. Oh yeah, I don't want that. The bouncer threw the kid off the stage and landed on his head. Then he was outside, like leaning against the wall, just like no. blood and brain fluid. Yeah, Life of Agony Shelter, which we talked about. Right, that's right. Oh, a guy so died at that show. Ninety four. That, that's a tragedy. Let me. Oh. One last thing I want to say. If I read anybody say, and doctors told me I would have been dead if blah 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 blah. Doctors just do that, man. I'm just gonna uh, like yeah, right. if you're not if you only say that when you intend to sue because doctor. So what? It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. You didn't die. Like so you, you walked <laughs> in and the doctor said, "Wow, if you showed up five minutes later, you would have been dead." They say that literally every time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, if you showed up five died. minutes later, I would have been closed. And, yeah, you know, like, yeah, right. You would have waited till tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Just stop. Stop. Just, just, you would have waited in triage for a couple extra hours. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Like, yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, the show in the park. Saturday in the park. Fucking thinking about the Fourth of July. As the Brits say, I was gutted that I couldn't make it to this. Yeah, Mighty Mighty Boston's Murphy's Law. No, but no, Mighty oh, Mighty yeah, Boston's sorry. Killing Time. You're right. No, I was I was saying Mighty Mighty Boston's Killing Time. Sheer terror. Sheer and terror combust. and combust. And I thought combust. I did not make it to the show. Um, I was sad. I did not. I gutted. I wanted to skank instead. I uh, listened to the Boston's while I made dinner. Ah, yo, very good dinner making music. Oh, sure, straight up. Yeah, sure. you can like really? dance around your kitchen. And you it got was socks nice, on. And you it was had like, socks on. Oh uh, yeah, no shoes. Socks. No shoes. No. Yeah, so you can like really get yeah, a fucking good skank. And I was just feeling on. it. It was yeah. good. It's fun. To do. And um, raised a bunch of money for our buddy Jimmy Gestapo from yes. Murphy's Law. So. Mm. He goes by Jimmy G now because I wonder if he's like Gestapo's oh, yeah. kind of sketch. It's like the Marvel Comics character Holocaust, who they don't call Holocaust now because mm, they, they realize that Jimmy Dresch. Apparently, the difference between the '90s that was acceptable. They just call, call him Jimmy H now. Yeah, Jimmy yeah. H. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy uh, H. raised a bunch of money for the guy. Um, I think Boston's did a Murphy's Law cover. Combust yep. did a Murphy's Law cover. Yes. I think Killing Time did one too, oh, right. but I don't think Shatara did. Mm. Paul Barrett talked about the Proud Boys thing a lot. Apparently, That's right. yep. I thought Combust videos I saw they sounded awesome. They do, yeah. I mean, they've gotten better and better. Yeah, and he's a great front man. He really my, is. my man he Andrew really turned did. into like a really good front man. Shout out Combust, good yeah. band. Hopefully, um, if we ever get to do our yeah secret plan, mm-hmm. our secret plan, I uh, they're number they're one or yeah yeah oh absolutely no I asked already yeah awesome. Uh, <laughs> and, you, you, know, like you like that you like hypothetically you know I was like hey in if the, this the, were to happen was this something that you might be interested to, in and they were like oh, yes of course. excellent I like that uh, those shows in the park for anybody that has not attended one 
I urge you to. It is a cultural experience. Absolutely. <laughs> it is literally the crossroads of the world. Yep. And I don't understand. Like, there's a lot of people in there. I'm like, you didn't pay the 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, no. that's true. No. There's no shot. But like, they're like the people that are like, well, I'm here 364 other days. So yes. What the fuck do I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, last, last one. <laughs> I, I live here. Pass yeah. pass to the people who live there. Yeah. If you live at C-Squad or you're in Tompkins 360 days a year, you're all right. You, you get free admission. Yeah. I but, do think you should show respect to our buddy Jimmy G, but. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Let's go find me for that and go to the library. There you go. Turn the porn off and just go fucking donate <laughs> there you 20 go. bucks to the guy. Uh, Did I talk about the guy? There's some regulars at the library in Barrett. That watch porn, right? There was one who was watching porn. That's all anybody does. But there was one guy who was in there watching the Kavanaugh hearings. um, And then there's a couple who set up, and a dude in his early 60s who was gaming. Oh. He was playing a Doom mod. See, they I probably have like sick fucking connection, right? I live. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Yeah. I live around the block from a library, and yeah. it was part of the selling point when Amelia was like, uh, the, oh. you know, for people at home, my girlfriend uh, was uh, was saying, oh, and it's so nice, the library. And then while I was away, she went into it, and she was like, a lot of a lot of it's kind of smelled weird, and and a lot of people just seemingly like on, just hanging out. Yeah, and you were like, yeah, on, right on the internet. Is, is it well, not what libraries are for? I'll tell you, it's, yo, it's it's an actual where it's a big issue in Southern California. There's a library outside of uh, uh, San Diego mm-hmm. that has a sign a, around the grounds that just essentially acknowledge we know this space smells, but it is part of our mission to. Uh, facilitate some of these resources to homeless people mm-hmm. and we appreciate your understanding. Wow. But they have to put it up because it, it's that o- it's something else. <laughs> it stings is, the nostrils. It, it, yeah, it is yeah. really intense. Uh, but yeah. it, it's... Uh, Public transportation and libraries. Yep. Welcome to Axe to Grind. Yep, there you go. Um, huge show. Very cool. Yeah. Shout out to everyone who set it up. Raised a, a ton of, of money. Yeah, a lot yeah, of work. Yeah, and and together, man. really cool... Um, you get any reports on sheer terror from our, our buddy Eric Wilson from wor- Worst Possible fan. Timeline? Super fan. Uh, no, that's crazy. I'll text him. Maybe we'll get an answer by the end yeah. of the podcast. Worst Possible Timeline podcast. Shout out. Check our, it out. Our brother Would you podcast. not taking like a like a video selfie during fucking It's Been a Wonderful Year or whatever the fuck? Uh, I <laughs> mean, style. I've been like, look at my hair. He's got beautiful hair, that guy. He does have really good hair. Bastard. Yo, I got my hair cut at- You look sharp. Uh, thank you. I- uh, but it was at a spot. It's a Caesar. It was in. I think they would call that a Caesar. No, because Caesar. Caesar goes like this, which is what you have, Mo. Oh shit! Oh you, shit! Now, well, now you look like Mo from the Three Stooges. But before you got like a, um, you're going for like a Clooney, like yeah, a Clo- yeah you well, do. it's a different. Thing. It's they, a modified they, Clooney. The sides they the have it trimmed up a little bit, not faded in because it's more uni- European style. So that's all right. So uh, the spot that I went into. Uh, was it in Europe? Was it in the UK? It, it was in, uh, yes, it was in Bethel, Bethnal Green, uh, a part of London, uh, and I had a few hours to kill. A uh, hundred quid to throw away? It, it, the spot was uh, a Bangladeshi gentleman. You, everybody should check him out. It's Tony, spelled with an I. Uh, it's so that's un- what happened with Tony, Tony, Tony. Underscore N, the letter, or the letter N. Yes. Underscore Tiger, Tony and Tiger. Tony... And, T-O-N-I underscore N underscore Tiger. That's right. And uh, Bangladesh dude who uh, he he hands me his phone and he says, pick a haircut. I go through his Instagram and it's all Asian dudes with the thickest, most beautiful hair. Yeah. Able to pull off shit that I can't pull no, off. No, no. And I said, okay, yeah, man, what I'm about a, what about like a, a mix of these two things? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't fuck with that. No. <laughs> I mean, God, I, mean I would kill that. He didn't, that he didn't of, feature you on his no, Instagram. No, no. That but, kind of volume that those folks it was had? Right, yeah, no. Beautiful. Beautiful, like, beautiful hair. Yeah. But, but he says, he, uh, I say, 
Hey man, I'm gonna trust your judgment because. And he's like, "Do you want the line?" And I was, and I said, uh, "You know, man, I trust it. my girl likes that Euro British look, whatever the fuck you want to do." And you get a Garner Fructis cut. After thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> after a few minutes of cutting my hair, he goes, "I I don't think I'll do that. You're uh, kind of white." And I was like, I am, yeah. Kind of, no. yeah. I was like, yeah, for sure. Partially, yeah, understatement, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we agreed that my, I didn't have the, uh, I didn't have the chops, basically. All right, well, it's good. Looks good. Yeah. No, it looks good. So what were we talking about before the haircut? Fucking hell. Uh, Boss tones, Jimmy Boss tones. Oh, homeless. Combust, yeah. All right. So homeless people. Um, shout out to that show. There's a bit of a ska renaissance coming. Mm, that's the rumor. And you know what I want to say? It's fucking fun. Just let it. Yeah. Be fun. No, it's fun. There's, Would you so, call it a renaissance? I was, oh. I was the sconaissance, renaissance, renaissance. Yeah, I like it. So you know what? So the call is out. Can can a hardcore kid do a good ska band in 2018? Not sure. Mm, not I'm not sure. seeing that many underground ska bands. I Although think? we're not involved. I mean, who knows? I know. I know. Well, so if like, you're, who, where's the next Catch 22? Oh, right, or something better, because I'm not a huge fan of that. But I mean, they were big in like DL, you know. Mm-hmm. What is this? Oh yeah, no, this is good. Those Very little nice. samples um, that I got. Thank you to the uh, cologne sponsorship <laughs> that Patrick just blessed on us. Well, that's sharp. Um, yeah. So the uh, but I, I think are if, you sharing these? If you these? know of any, no, I need those back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes, he's he does. Let us smell. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> if you know of any underground ska bands that are good, let us know. But yo, it's fun. It's, I know some of it's part of joke. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, music's part of this. It's fun. Look, whatever. Fuck it. A hardcore is a joke if you take it that way. So fucking everybody, just fucking calm down, have fun with a bit of music. Uh, I, I'm down for the 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 Renaissance. Renaissance. Well, that band, the Interrupters, mm. I feel like is spearheading the Renaissance. Yeah. Have you heard them at all? Yes, I listened to them it, after you mentioned them. I it's pretty good. good. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like um, the 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 music the. Drummer, guitar player, and bass player are three brothers. Okay. And uh, the singer is um, this woman named Amy Interrupter. Mm-hmm. Um, is that a government name? Yes. Oddly exactly. enough. Yeah, it's weird. Um, one R, though, for her, for a government. Okay. Not mm-hmm. two. Um, but it's sort of like, it sounds like what you would want from a Operation Ivy Rancid kind of band. Yeah. That's cool. Really do good. We, it's really well done. Do I, you think Mac Miller uh, took the wrong direction? Going from the sheds to Mac Miller from Seattle, right? Yes, uh, Southern California. Southern then, California. Then not, was in Seattle yeah, for a while, yeah. but not uh, the other Mac Miller who no, took no, another no, wrong right. direction. Yeah, Sorry. not the one. Yeah, yeah. Not the one who passed. No, uh, our, our, our former guest. Um, did he take the wrong direction moving his band? Should he have gone full ska? Uh, yeah, he was ahead of his time. Yeah, he was I know ahead of you're his right. Time. That's right. You know, uh, Mac, if if you're hearing this, uh, I think that you should resurrect the sheds under a different name. Yeah, but do ska. He says he threatens to do ska. Why not? Threatens. I don't know. I mean, would you take a ska band on tour? Absolutely. I think Drum that's Church would in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. You're borderline ska heartbeat, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quasi-ska. All right. So, <laughs> ska, we're, we're all in on the Renaissance. Yes. All right. Um, I was never a big ska guy. I know you weren't. Some, but you, some you, of the big bands. You can, like, be, you can be now. It's never too late. We're, that's the goal is to get a good and I asked about the are we gonna bring Moon Scott back from the, from yes. the dead like the store is gonna open they're gonna yes. do like the Maybe. comps again <laughs> yes. we're gonna make we're this happen we're gonna compilations we'll be back compilations yes. so we'll see um, Scott Renaissance updates next week um, speaking of last week a message to you Rudy mm. three new big releases oh yeah Gouge Away Burnt mm. Sugar mm. Terror Total Retaliation Terror, Terror. Candy Good to feel. Mm. Let's talk about Gougeway. Tom, to start. we're looking at you because you are this band's advocate. 
Mm. I would like, I mean, like I think the it's an lot. excellent band. I yeah. think they're fantastic. I think this is like a huge leap from this stuff before. Not that their stuff before wasn't good, but this is just, no. there's something about it that is just like, it really struck me. Um, like, like we were saying before, it's like very aggressive, but it's like, it's, it, it's, you can go up front and not worry about some fucking idiot punching in the face. Sure. Yeah. But it, I feel like it's like aggressive in a, in a way like, I mean, we always go back to it, like how AN was kind of aggressive, but mm-hmm. not like overtly like, this is the part where everyone like beats each other, but it was so like, it's, it was like visceral almost. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I feel like Gaudjoy could get to that sort of place. Um, lyrics really good. Lyrics are really good. I really think that's good. getting overlooked a little bit. Yeah. Like I feel like I always kind of equated them to, um, you know, like you read, like say blacklisted lyrics, and you go, yes. "It's a little too close to the bone." It makes me feel uncomfortable. I think that's a good comp. I think it's comparable, I and think- not to say that Christina, like, oh, no shit, but sort of like yeah. to that point. Like, I think yeah, people are so that- detached from their lyrics a lot of times that it's kind of like this could mean anything to anybody. This is like this person's actually feeling this. How like how George would write stuff that you like fiddlehead too close and like fiddlehead and, and blacklisted adjacent in terms yeah. of like personal. In a really deep way, and just like very emotive, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's and it's a strength of the record. One of one of the strengths, this. and I, her voice is fantastic. I feel like we always talk about like I always try to steal from the people that I like. Yeah. I kind of look, at, you know what I mean, that I like mm-hmm. really admire, and I feel like there's a thing that I don't. There's probably like a technical word for it, but we're not <laughs> really musicians, so we wouldn't know. You know how like. Um, a lot of her, like a lot of the songs, like her vocals are like really like fucking like ripping, and then like towards the end of a line, it kind of trails off. Yes, mm-hmm. but it comes like it becomes almost like melodic. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to steal that if I ever write another song because mm. it's, it's awesome. I don't know if I, I probably can't do it, but you know how like how yo you need to write another song by the way. It, here's, maybe, here's, but like you know how like Rob Fish would do the whole like I'm talking into us, great. Yeah, it's the opposite, right. but it's even way cooler. Yeah, yo, I, I've caught that a couple times. That's a and great I love that. Pull like I just I love it. It's like very unique. her vocals would be like very distorted, like kind of mm-hmm. like so gravelly, and then it kind of and trails off and into down like something, into yeah. something else. So yeah. that makes sense to me that Jack Shirley is the one who recorded it. Mm-hmm. Uh, his background is in uh, sort of that California screamo stuff, uh, which is not afraid to do that. Yeah, but when I go when I record with engineers, they will not allow me to do that. Oh, to trail down. Yes. Yeah. Uh, engineers, the only place that that's an acceptable thing to do is in Screamo. And I think it's interesting because you I get mean, you it. It, it comes off emotional more. And yeah. It kinda, it, like, I personally it gives more like it a lot. To it. I do Engin- too. Engineers hate it. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially if you're doing punch vocals maybe. Yeah. Right. Because but they you think you're trailing do down and then. I think I've heard that. Only by virtue of being incapable. Yeah. <laughs> but then I think it's probably. It's hard if it's to lazy keep. engineering because. If you're starting at say zero and you go up to fifty and then you drop down and you end up somewhere below f- below zero, when you start back up the next line, it almost feels unnatural and they'll have to do right, some right, right. or coaching you to be like, all right, remember where you were coming from on that where you last left line. Left off the last thing, so it doesn't sound yeah. like. And then I get so like the yeah, vocals right. sound really good on so this you, record. So you'll hear yeah, it's you, produced really well. Okay, um, Jack's good at what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah and the band obviously. And I think it's interesting because they do. Like there's a lot of connections to that world. The like uh, Jack Shirley produced stuff, the the Touche Amore, the the uh, La Dispute, um, and I don't think they would shy away from that. But I'm not. That's not my world. That totally. And I'm not saying that like Touche's got some stuff that I think is cool, and I certainly respect them. But that's not totally my world. And this record resonates with me, and it resonates with some of my friends who also couldn't be further from that world. Right. You know, so right. I think this is an interesting band who 
has the chance to appeal across the board yeah. in a big way. And I think it should. Yeah. Well, you know what? These three records are actually cool because one of these bands is a band who is borderline universal terror mm-hmm. already and has been for 15 years. Um, more than that. More than that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And <laughs> Candy, who we'll talk about in a minute, seems on that trajectory. And I think Gougeway has a similar thing, you mm-hmm. know, who has an ability to appeal to audiences across platforms, across sub niche. Well, okay. So you said something uh, about sort of the non core mm-hmm. uh, potential boom. I think they're, look, this is just going to be highly opinion stuff here, people, okay? Just from my yeah. vantage. Um, there was a bit of an effort uh, there with some of uh, some of the uh, Popwig stuff that people like, you know what I yeah. mean? But, but I think uh, didn't capture the larger imagination, such as like uh, the bugs and the bibs and the, yeah. you know, that's just stuff. too much. It, it, that's possible. I, I, uh, I, I think it's an interesting, that's uh, if we can divert into that, but yeah. So uh, that stuff has its fans, has its audience for Absolutely. sure. Uh, but is maybe still niche, you know, but it, but it is doing, we talked about this. The thing that people don't want right now is, uh, machismo. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's gauche at the moment. It'll come back, but right now people aren't into it. So people not too hard. Right. So people are looking for their alternatives and is that true? I think so. You don't think people are into it? Uh, into into like macho shit. Yeah, I'm not saying like I disagree with those people, but like I feel like that's like a big thing. No, I, I it's in like hardcore. Yeah, I think, I think there's two. I mean, I'm glad it. to see it. But yeah, I, it, uh, if we look at somebody like let's uh, and and I don't mean I don't mean to say that he's following a trend because typically he is he's leading uh, sort of the 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 climate. But if you compare justice ten years ago to justice today, oh yeah, right. it, 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 it's a different energy. It's a different vibe. Well, even though it's a, you know it's just same guy. Yeah, same guy. So let's, same build. Let's, and let's uh, <laughs> let's kind of hone in a bit. Band like Trail of Lies, ton of energy. Yep, ton of strength. A lot of that kind of like a lot of discipline. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, and I, I thought it was really telling when. Tom Dom was in here and talked about how his lyrics mean a lot to him and what he's trying to go up there and say. If he were to dumb it down and to be up there and the physicality he presents and all that, if he were to just be on some like, beat your neighbor with a fucking club shit, I, well, I don't know. I would have signed him already. I'd love it. Yes, I'd love it. <laughs> but you even talk about with Detain. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not goons. They're not on that goon tip. No, they're just playing There goon is music. goon stuff. You want the goon stuff, you can go It's out there. It. Yeah, it's out there. And, and look, and I actually. I'm, Some of that's for I'm, you. I'm still drawn to that sort yeah. of stuff. But I, And look, I'm not. When I'm talking about this shit, I'm doing mm-hmm. it highly objectively because. Uh, there's, I know what my preferences are, and but I, I am also not blind. Like we see the curve of the world, we see kind of like where people's interests are right now. The world is flat, and <laughs> it's true. I and, spoke to Kyrie Irving. No shit. The world is flat. He's did very you convinced. hear? Did you hear? He, he apologized for that. Did he? Yeah. About he came fucking out, time. He came. He let me put this. He came out and apologized. Like I'm sorry. I didn't know I was going to be certain. Get emails from science teachers being like, "Do you know what I, you just did? I have to reteach my kids this." Basic fundamentals, but uh, shout outs to Paul Pierce, aka The Truth, who was like, the earth's flat. If the earth was moving a thousand miles per hour, I could get on a plane and be in Russia in an hour. Yo, I'm, I'm on his side. <laughs> I'm on his side. Uh, also, Welcome to Axe to Grind, flat earth. 
Truthers. Flat Earth Society is Flat. meeting here today. Yeah. Yes. Not uh, the band. Yeah, no, New Jersey band? Yeah. Yeah, right. That was Bad Religion lyric. Um, <laughs> Flat Earth Society so, is meeting here today. The, the, I still, there's always going to be an audience for goons. There's Absolutely. Always, I mean, there always has been. Uh, always He's holding been, his heart right now. Always has been, always <laughs> yeah. will be. It'll be me. But uh, I think largely... You know, people at the moment are looking for a different thing. Well, and, and if they're looking for goon, they're looking for uh, uh, like um, the uh, Grey Poupon goon. Yes, you know what I mean. Yes, they they're not good with any civilized. Goon. Well, look, let's look at something like um, let's look at something like like, like Knocked Loose, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Knocked Loose is playing heavy music that people are meant to beat each other up to, but the heaviest of but. Yeah. They're not goonish. They're not sh- like no. The, they don't present goon right, oh, no. and they're ener- they're the least goon I right, think. Uh, and which is awesome. I mean, the, their energy is counter that right. That's so right. like, so uh, again, if you are a fan of goon shit, you know what I mean. I'll be bumping the new laid to rest. I, I'm I mm-hmm. I'm with you, but I'm just saying that there is a lot of people who are looking for that other thing, and that other thing. I think b- bands like Gouge Away are going mm. to be some of the biggest beneficiaries of people looking for something that is high energy, yeah. something that reminds them, oh, this is why I like punk music and why I haven't migrated to something more mellow. Yeah. But I also, I, I want to go to a show and have a, a different energy than potentially getting hurt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, not what I'm looking for at this Right. Yep. And I think Gouge Away is perfectly primed to be that for many, many people. Like a lot of bands, like Turnstile <laughs> is for quite a few. You know oh, yeah, I mean? sure. So here's here's what I want to get back to, the Pop Week thing, because mm. you mentioned a few of those bands. And I think you're right. There was this little wave of Pop Week bands. I'm not talking, I'm talking about the more esoteric ones. I'm talking about the Bibs. Bibs, pretty straightforward, actually. But uh, Bug, did that stuff get isolated off too much did like did it feel like it was in an adjacent world too much for the standard kid who is excited for the other well, public records the turnstile seven inch or trapped under ice lp like are they like have they even listened to those bands so good question uh i i don't know anybody's sales numbers so i couldn't say but <laughs> but but i'll say that it to me uh what so having talked to the Popwig dudes, sure. I know that they like that material and it's coming from a place where the, like they they want that to win. You yeah, know what I mean? They, they want to big up it. Uh, but when something feels like it's more of a deranged records uh, mm-hmm. band than kind of what we presume Turnstile would be affiliated with. Right, or it, what, what the... Uh, consensus has decided Popwig is right, more so yes, than what yes, they're aiming it sure. at or what someone in this room is saying. It, yeah. th- yes, and I guess that's always the issue. Like like Jeff Run for Cover said in here, like you uh, you have an idea of what you're doing, and and uh, the world doesn't always agree. You yes. know what I mean? And 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 it takes uh, years of engineering mm-hmm. to to mm-hmm. to arrive at a place. And look, ten years from now, uh, you know, Bug might be the biggest band in the scene and, sure. and, and Popwig could still be their home. And I, I, I'm not saying anything about anything. What I'm, yeah. but what I, what I'll say is that we talked about it. There was a bit of uh, uh, market confusion in my view. Right. Yeah, I think that's uh, right. And uh, also, yeah, maybe it's maybe on some level, it's a thing that kids checked out and then checked out of. Right. Or, or gave the, the uh, cursory look yeah. and glazed right by. And, and out- others who maybe it would have appealed to more didn't give it that Correct. cursory look because it was the assumptive, oh, that's on Popwig, the Turnstile Dude label. 
That's not for me. The uh, Bib record, like that, fits in the in the deranged records world. You know I, what I mean? Yes. And I think they might have done a record on deranged, to be honest. So I, I was putting out soft music on Deathwish for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, the amount of looks that I got because of Deathwish, and the amount of t- looks, lo- looks away, mm-hmm. uh, might equal each other. Honestly, you know what I mean? Like it, it, right. it's a. Uh, you know, like to people at home, like we we could have a real conversation sometime about kind of the choices that you make as a band and yep. and, and, and where they lead you. I, I think a lot of you would probably find it pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of you are stressed out about it. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure, <laughs> like, sure. like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the number one like kind of sweaty is email or text that I me? get. Yes, yep. mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> but it is uh, you know it ba- basically. My view is always you go with the person that supports you and loves you the most and and, uh, and, and figure it out and you figure it out mm-hmm. uh, and hopefully your music cuts through. But it does. But, but sometimes but it takes many been, years. And there's also been many people who go, oh, this is the tread path. I got this. We'll take the path of less, least resistance. Sure. And that works. Sure. You know, and it's, you know, to Tom, like where indecision ended up with Trust Kill. Yes, well, you were happy, yeah. right? Like, like, well, yeah. Right? Most precious blood. Most precious blood. Ended Same up difference. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I, like, I love that you. I, see, that's smart to me. It's well, it's it's, a, it's acknowledgement. It's it, acknowledgement. It's like what Patrick Pat Flynn did with the free. Like, yeah, yeah this is half heart. It's what self defense was end of a year and it evolved into it. And you're like, yeah, what are we gonna do? Uh, yeah, it's named after a song on a record that we already had. Yeah, so it's like if you know the band, then you yeah. know the ties. If you think that. about it, and you go back further because I. It's not like it was obvious that you had the opportunity, but like, I think there's a real chance that you could have had indecision beyond revelation or beyond victory back then. Yeah. Oh yeah, we had offers from both. Right, and it's sort we of were too punk. Right. Stupid. But think about how different one it, either of those experiences would have been from where you ended up, yeah. or two, how different those experiences would have been from each other. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, and, I mean, and the the path the, and how that would have impacted like the look back. Of your band now, and it's funny to think about when yeah. when Drug Church uh, debuted a record uh, uh, or a song rather on uh, NPR. Mm-hmm. We got an email from a very indie label, like a like a big mm-hmm. indie label, but sure. but one that puts out like decidedly quote unquote indie music, like Coachella music, and it was a fact. Is this no bull? The, it was a matador joke uh, for you. Nah. Sorry. <laughs> Good reference. God I'm, damn it. Yeah, the, the, uh, I'm playing chess. No, man. no, no. Unless you know you're, you're operating on a higher level. I, I, so. I can't keep up. We got the, the Connect Four over here. Yeah, exactly. Damn it, man. Exactly. You sunk my battleship. Exactly. The clue is too difficult for me. So, <laughs> uh, but get sorry uh, out. It was a fascinating <laughs> thing, right? Because my boggle. My bandmates, I said, hey, this is an email we got. This, this dude heard us on NPR as asking what we're doing for our next record. And they were like, they looked at the roster and they were like, it's like kind of like bleep bloops and these songs and shit, you know. Like they didn't understand what the fuck yeah. it was. And to be honest, I don't understand what the fuck it is. It's not yeah. my scene. It but like, yeah. but 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 it but a fascinating thing because where it was premiered made all the difference to that particular label head. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's on NPR. That that's yep. okay for me and my <laughs> sensibilities. That that's yeah. That's in yeah. my that's in my box. Right, and. Uh, and then also, like, imagine if we had gone there. What if, firstly, I don't even know what the fuck I would do with that. Well, you know? first, I think self-defense dudes would be like, you fucking dude, what are you doing here <laughs> with this shit? Um, <laughs> well, labels, it's interesting. It's interesting to talk about. We, we kind of get there. So speaking of band who has traversed a label or two or oh, three. Or tr- a trillion, yeah. 
Terror. Terror. Total retaliation. Do they do one record deals? That's what's been happening. I think they've done a bunch of different. And it's I cool. Think they they get to pick their own lane. And the question. I'm pull that up. I want to see how many take labels a look. they were on. While I you mean, guys talk. I'm gonna. I'm gonna does talk. does it even matter what label they're on? I think they no. supersede it at yeah. this point, right? I don't think I'm talking out of turn by saying this. Uh, a, a friend is close with the uh, the guys in Less Than Jake, and, and they. Uh, <laughs> They, they, they speaking they, of the Renaissance, Renaissance. They, they are very honest they're like yeah typically we go to a label and uh things are good for a, a record or, or two and then kind of uh we either you know underperform by their their standards or mm-hmm. or uh they underperform by yeah the bands, or by yeah. ours and uh then we move on to the next one because uh the way that we look at it is that we will outlast the labels and, they've certainly had a history of that, and, you know. So, and they've been on what six labels, and uh, they continue to to play music to enthusiastic audiences. So, yeah. uh, sometimes it's true. Sometimes you do outlast the labels. Mm. I'm counting six labels. There you go. I'm, I think I might be able to give more. Let me try. No, it's seven, eight. Bridge Whoa. nine. Um, I'm not going to go to the pre-bridge nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the waving it off. No, I just need day. you to talk in the mic. You, oh, you can actually no, play no, it, it up, the whole time. Okay. You can play it the whole time you talk. So, um, all right, the Bridge first nine. two LPs were on what? Well, oh, you'll actually. I have to think about. It. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted by Johnny Quest thinks we're sellouts. Um, sell out. Is that them too? Is that Lathan Jake? Lathan Jake. Sell no, that's out real with big me. Fish. Same um, fucking nonsense. Lathan Jake's so good. Um, Bridge Nine did lowest to the low. Correct. Then Trustkill reissued. Lowest of the low, and then put out always the hard way. No, um, one with the underdogs. Yep. Then always the hard way comes out on Trust Kill, but yes. also locking out did the vinyl. Interesting. Oh, so it's ten. I missed uh, Reaper does a single in there, and also does vinyl reissues of Lowest of the Low, and maybe does vinyl for one with the insane. underdog. They eventually end up on Victory. No, then they're on Century Media. Right. Right. Then they do Victory. Yep. Then now Pure Noise and Nuclear Blast. I think Nuclear Blast does worldwide. This is fucking insane. And there might be some more that I'm missing, like little things here and there. Take over um, old guard. Take over old guard is the very first thing, which is like a single. Okay. Um, pu- um, maybe push it away or Street something. Street King. Street King. I don't know. Um, CBGB. I like, o- I like the sound. CBGB Masters Live ten June tenth two thousand four. The Bowery Collection. They have a live yeah, album. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, I didn't even know that existed. That's right. One, so they have. Let's see. You want to fucking? There's how many uh, videos they made. Music mm. videos. Mm. One, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two music videos. A true pro core band. That is pro. First one was Push It Away, mm-hmm. which I don't remember what that one was. It's the only song I know. Like ever by them? Yep. Yes. No, that's not true. No. I swear to God. You know Keepers of the Faith? No. No, I don't know that song. No. Keepers of Push It Away is the only song I know. Hey, I know that song from Lavalette because some guy walks around with a picture with a guy. You know, sorry. I, uh, <laughs> I did listen to the first track on this new record today. Mosh. Yeah. It's very mosh. It's heavy. Yeah. You hear the rap track? I have not gone to the rap track. Yeah. I mean, the record is good. Total retaliation. Yeah. The fact um, that they're doing this far into their career and it's still... How many, how many LPs do they have? Um, is it seven? Please hold. Yeah. We have... 
One with the Underdogs in 2004. Always the Hard Way, 2006. The Damn, the Shamed, 2008. Mm-hmm. Keepers of the Faith, 2010. Live by the Code, 2013. Mm-hmm. The 25th Hour, 2015. And mm-hmm. Total Retaliation, 2018. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven LPs. And not counting what was the low, which is an EP, 22 right. EP, right? Yeah. It would now be a good time to mention that I have a lot of respect for Terror. Sorry, I really like Less Than Jake. Wow. I want to actually kill myself. Oh, wow. <laughs> I had no idea that you're a secret Jake fan over here. No secret. No. no yeah. they're, they're celebrated. <laughs> celebrated artist in okay, uh, Brick, right. New Jersey. So uh, I got a lot of respect for Terror, despite the fact that I don't necessarily need another Terror record again in my life. But I, what I, I listened to the first song before we came over here, thought it was heavy, thought it was fucking good. They're either sick of it all for this generation. Yes. Or... Something even more than that. I, I it's it's it almost feels sacrilege to say that, but I mean they they are lowest the low comes out in oh two oh one oh two I think it was oh two oh two, yeah. and now it's sixteen years later. Mm. So sick of it all. Seven inch comes out in eighty eight. Sick of it all plus sixteen puts it to two thousand four. Terror is more relevant in two thousand eighteen than sick of it all was in two thousand four, and I. I'm not saying that as a in diss. the states probably in the st- in the states anywhere totally. else yeah, but yeah, United yeah. States right Sigvall still going. does Honestly, do their thing yeah, I mean, and and like that's a huge compliment and it's pretty amazing to see what they do and I think they keep it fresh not only for themselves but their fans and they reinvent themselves so sort of I I, I can I was thinking about this can terror only tear. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't think of yeah, no. George Bush. Uh, <laughs> yo, that Sam Rockwell portrayal of him in in that it's fucked up. It's really good. Yeah, you know what though? Fuck Christian Bale for taking a fucking job away from a fat actor, man. Ah, this is where dude, you're going you with fucking it. Fucking your agenda. You, yeah, okay, really, right, man. Right. Come on, dude. Right. He's convincing though. I thought he, he is very. Good. He's a great actor, but come but, on. So, it, what's Jason Alexander doing right now? You couldn't fucking throw some makeup on. Ah, that's a good point. Come on, dude. That's a good you're point. killing Summer George. So. <laughs> <laughs> They can only go an inch in either direction, right? That's what all these... like sick Well, of all, that's a good question. Can they go... Well, I think like uh, Sick of It All, Mad Ball, Terror... Like, but, but okay, so Sick of It All, we talk about this. Sick of It All has hard songs, and they've got songs that lean kind of oyish or street punk, punk or yeah, whatever, yeah, you yeah, know? Right? And those are the two... Those are the two... That's the latitude of Sick right, of It All in 2018, kind of right? Yeah. And... They can Ter- go a little faster. They can slow it down a little more in those ranges too. And yeah. terror can go slightly more metal. And people didn't. Uh, the damn the, the shame. I feel like is the one record they put out that didn't get a good response. That's the metal one, right? Yeah. Right. And right. and I've actually seen more recently some people go back to that and go, no, that's that's a cool record. I have time. A I feel like no, people definitely didn't. Yeah. It, I think I think it was the record that. There's they gonna, needed Keepers of the Faith to come back from. Yes, right? but there's going to be people. I mean, you said it. There's going to be people that revisit that that's their favorite record of, sure, of, the, of course you know right, what i mean yeah, that's yeah. the way that goes but it's just interesting like i'm i'm sure tara seems to have a fucking great time when they play and it, it but it just bands that uh when you've been around a long time you only get a certain latitude from your fans it's very to me it's like it's limiting yeah Did you feel that no no because yeah, different level, very yeah, different level. Well, firstly, I mean, I sell one eighty one what they fucking correct. sell. So and, and totally, it's a different scale. And I mean, we talked about it uh, with with indecision slash most versus blood. It's like 
there's an expectation of what if you guys were to do another record what that would sound like yeah and and like there's a part of that that's like damn do we get out of our safe zone will it be good would we get and we talked about it with gorilla biscuits if if that civ record was called gorilla biscuits set your goals everybody would look at it differently you know mm. even though how much different if you said, "Hey, Gorilla Biscuits is going to write an LP in 1989 that's going to come out start today." Uh, seven years later, they took a little break. They do another record called "Set Your Goals." It's going to sound a little different. It would sound like what the fucking Civ record sounds like. Yeah, you know, it would yeah. be my favorite Gorilla Biscuits record. It's it's not totally wrong. There's a lot. Of, I don't Very think. I think you're saying that like with a thieving grin, like tongue in cheek. But, it's but kind of no, he's saying I mean it real. That. I know he believes it's real. it. I, I love that Civ record, but I it's don't. I don't know if it's as controversial as an, of an opinion as you think. No, I'm yeah. smiling like you guys were going to definitely disagree, but you're like, mm. Mm, I can see it as no. a record guy. What do you? Which record do you think sold more? I would think the Civ record sold more than GB. I don't know the numbers on that. I feel I like GB, GB might have been close to like. Well. It's got to be over a 500. No, no, not close. I, I'm saying Civ. I'm sorry. That's oh, I Civ. Um, I mean, they it's a really tough Kiss. question. They played they them during Kiss, fucking and they were games. in the height of CDs. Yeah, and they hit mainstream. I wouldn't be surprised if it was over 250, but not 500. Really? Yeah. What do you think GB? That's did? What I would think. If you had a guess, I know what it did. Okay, so, so you can't. So you, ca- so you can't say. Okay, really, that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest. Re- no, Inside yeah, Out's the biggest record. Yeah, which is why today's the biggest full length. Wow. But you got to remember too; it's yeah. the same. That's why the argument for the Civ record being such a high seller, I'm like, mm, it might be 300, it might be 500, it could be. Yeah, it. I don't think it's 500, but I bet it's over 300. Um, Inside Out, Rage Against the Machine hits, and that Inside Out CD they could just put everywhere, and it's got Zach's face on it. Yeah, there's yeah. no better selling point. Like, no, it's true. If it's like even a goddamn big sticker, it's like, no, no. Here's the here's the dude. You know what he looks like. Yep. Here he is. Sell a hell of him. So, um, I think also more of a saleable face than uh, Civ. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No diss, Civy. No diss. Yeah, you got a lot of Zach's a, lot a good of, looking a guy. Lot of he's other got a distinct look. Yeah, yeah. Civ's got a lot of other good attributes. Yeah, yeah. You know? I think he's a property owner in New York City. God bless. Saw him with think? saw him with his kids. Seemed like a great family man. Good for him. Who's Zach? Wonderful. No, Civ. Oh, <laughs> Although I do know what Zach uh, orders from uh, the burrito place because. Uh, one of my bandmates delivered uh, postmated him burritos to him the other day. Was he cool? Uh, he was polite. The order is a bit surprising. I won't, I won't share it <laughs> next oh, on the new Instagram. I won't share it here. There's a little. There's a look of judgment. So mm, I think I know where it's going. Mm, it's a little judgmental. Double, double meat. Mm, a little too much bacon on that. Mm. <sighs> oh my god! All right. Well, it's been nice knowing you guys. It's, it's over. over. Um, Shout outs to Terror for doing what they do and enjoying what they do. The Total Retaliation record seems like it's doing well. I'm going to listen to the whole seen thing. i a lot of hype on it. I've yeah. seen a lot of people excited about it. And, you know, credit to them for being able to do that and bring excitement and keep doing it. I, I'm wondering if there's going to be a new generation where this is their first Terror record. I mean, I think that was the case with Terror, uh, Keepers of Faith. Yeah. Uh, Keepers of Faith. That was like a renaissance. It was a renaissance. It was a renaissance. Yes. Um, Total renaissance for them, but like even that, like the Knock Loose, they Tara did that tour with Knock Loose. I wonder if this is an introduction to a whole generation of kids who might have seen them right. for the first time there. Well, I mean, we'll see on this tour, yeah, that's right, you know, that's right. So, speaking of tour. that, they're gig. tour mates, not Harm's Way, who we'll get to, yes. not Year of the Knife, who we talk about here, not, not Backtrack, Backtrack, who we also we talk, talk about, about here. Candy, 
good to feel. How are we feeling? Are we feeling good? Patrick's nope. plugging in his computer. Okay, uh, this is the Pat's band. Pat's got a hat on. It's kind of weirding me out. <laughs> he like looks it? like someone, like a Parks Department worker that someone forgot that he, like, they forgot, they locked him in somewhere. And parks like, Department a- intern. Yeah, but it's like, oh shit, we forgot him in the fucking. I had a short sleeve button up the other day uh, and wore, th- like, single color. Yeah, a- oh my gosh. And wore this, and I just. You definitely look like the, you work the uniform. The yes, the yes, exactly right. Um, okay, so uh, I feel great about this candy record. I think that this a is lot of people uh, do. yeah. I, look, this is just an exciting band. Um, it's a cool moment for them. Uh, you never know where things are going to go. It's still quote unquote just a hardcore release, so like it, it won't get any of the bigger looks and all that shit that some people I don't know care if I about. Believe that though. I don't know. I, I mean, uh, there's a sheen to it that makes it a little different. I feel like. You, I can always tell like when a record's gonna pop when my friends that don't listen yes. to every hardcore record yes. is like, yo, what is you this? heard this yes. candy band? I'm like, yeah. of course I, we of have, course man. I'm the part of the voice of the culture, man. Of course I heard that <laughs> shit. We were big enough to seven inch a year ago. I mean, look, I, I'm not... We've been big up with the LP on speculation. We were buying futures on this. Yeah, we were. Right. You know what I mean? I, but I feel like there's a like there's just a little bit to it, just like you said with Gouge Away, like they could be like, they fit in that that weird area outside of like normal hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like so does candy, and if someone, it's heavy. It could it's got I, fucking weird. It's, heavy, it's fast. I didn't, I didn't mean to take anything away from it. I, oh no, I, no, not I, in a bad way. But but I feel like they're more than just like straight core. Absolutely, and there's nothing wrong with that either. No, it definitely is. I just don't know if this is the record that's going to reach that other person. Right. You know, I'm what I mean? next one might. Like now, here's my question for you guys because I've thought about it myself. Is candy, and we can give you one or the other. Is Candy a heavy band who is playing to the more who needs to be playing to the more straightforward hardcore kids or is trying to get there? Or is Candy a more straightforward hardcore band who's playing heavier stuff and should be leaning in and playing to the more heavy audience? I say they should have go, they should go the harm's way route. Yeah. 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 So to play to heavier audiences, yeah. play to different diverse stuff. What do you say? Yeah, I guess I'll go with that. I, I, look, I also think that there could be a moment right now of bands that shouldn't concern themselves with um, kind of... Uh, oh, I mean, I think I, might, I know where you're going, so... Like, look, if Candy, Regional Justice Center... And uh, Self-Defense Family want to go on a tour in December? Want to go on a tour, that would be are. fascinating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but what I'm saying is there would be... You heard it here first. There, there, Boom, Thank you. Can we do the Seinfeld <laughs> one? No, I just, no, that was the, the MTV, MTV News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Kurt Loader. Yeah. You heard it here first. Candy, Regional Justice Center, Self-Defense Family, West Coast Tour. Details to follow. Yeah. Here's the point, though. If those two bands, and I'm sure that if we sat here, we could think of many others, wanted to do a thing that was, hey, we are the bands of the moment and we're not interested in like we'll play with the we'll play with terror you know what i mean we'll play with, oh. we'll play with whoever but we'll play with gaujoy they just we'll have to be with, open to the whatever it gets i and with. i mean that's my my push to almost every band is be open to the odd fit or not uh, if you don't you know if you want to oh, be a fucking hardcore band oh yeah yeah like if blind justice doesn't want to go on tour with whatever the fuck then that's fine cuz no, that's what they want to do totally but but, but don't, if you want to make it but if you around. and if you want yeah you don't have to do that but I would even say to a band who doesn't want to do it, 
if you go and play your thing in front of you know, Blind Justice is a great example. They went and did a, a five or six dates on a terror tour that was like terror, code orange, Blind Justice, and one other band. Yeah. And they, were, they came away from being like, yeah, it was awesome. We played to kids who didn't necessarily know us. Some of the kids who know us went crazy, sold a bunch of stuff because yeah. people liked what we were doing. And it was cool. We had right. fun. So like if Weezer asks you to go on tour, maybe you take it. Not me. But... but it, 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 I guess what I'm saying is that's what we call a callback in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, uh, We're gonna start doing footnotes of if, that. If uh, <laughs> Dave Ackerman's gonna do it. For if you. the bands that are heavy but have a different vibe than heavy, yes, absolutely, wanted to wanted to tour together and carve out their space, a new space, a new space, or uh, I guess you know, like a space of the moment. A yeah. sp- a, I think that that would benefit them in the same way that. You know, look, Code Orange just toured with a number of different bands, right? Uh, certainly took support slots uh, while they were coming up and, and benefited from those support slots. Uh, but f- had has also over the years, and we talked about it, sort of done their best to tour in a way that says, uh, we are in a third lane. Do you understand? Like we we yeah. we we we're are, heavy and we're into hardcore, but we're code orange, right? And yeah. and that's what I think that some of these bands like Candy should do, right. which is just find the the odd fit hardcore bands and play with them because. And I wouldn't say this if those bands weren't popping, but I think that they there's enough of them that'll pop. Twenty nineteen, if you do a code orange harm's way vein fucking Candy tour, well, uh, hold well, on. and I, I would say yeah, go ahead. Do a vein. Vain headliner Candy immediately under mm-hmm. Candy's benefiting from that like a motherfucker. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And it, it's Vain. Look, Vain's a great example. Vain is a fucking aggressive, heavy ass band, and They're carving out their own little. Whether lane. yeah, whether you love them or you hate them, it's le- it's to one side of the lane, and it's going to matter in the long term. Yeah. And, and and I just think that like Candy. You know, and some of these bands are just heavy bands. Yep. Uh, well, that's the thing, right? Sorry, I'm off on one right now. But yeah, the Yerba is kicking in. Yeah, it really but, is. But okay, so <laughs> Vane doing their own thing. Yes. Candy doing their own thing. But we could probably find bands that musically are not, but vibe wise, sure, are enough in that space that they could tour, all tour together and start a new thing. Like totally. Jesus Peace. Yeah, you say they're in that lane. So Jesus Peace is interesting because they have their own thing, but are still looked at. I, th- I think as a beat, heavy. A heat, like That's a heavy. heavy yeah. You know what more, I mean? More standard lane, yeah. heavy. I, I think it's interesting. I think not in that space that you're speaking of. That like maybe there's this new world. Like we were talking about this new wave of non-core. There might be a new type of heavy. Right. That I'm not like Code Orange is different than Vane. Vane is different than Code Orange. Candy is different than Vane. Mm-hmm. Vane is different than Candy. If Candy is certainly different than Code Orange, you know. Uh, I actually I really like Candy. I think Vane's all right. Mm-hmm. Code Orange is not my kind of thing. But there's different shades, and you go. These bands are doing heavy in a new way, and you know. I think on the Power Trip episode with Riley, mm-hmm. he said he's like, I've he wants to do a big tour with a bunch of big bands. The idea of what is heavy music look like in the future. Like, how is that going to survive? Um, the idea of it not being the exact same thing that's been there for the past 10 years or 10 years before that or some retro thing thrown back. 
I also think the idea of bands having a sound that maybe is more traditional or is more recognizable to be a thing. Like Candy Sound is more recognizable to a traditional hardcore kid than, say, Vane. Yes. You know? And that's kind of why it's getting this kind of momentum. I think a band like Fury has a very traditional sound, but the vibe they're going for is a little different. And I'm curious mm-hmm. to see what their next record... Their record's supposed to be coming out sometime in the next few months here. Yeah, well, so, actually, let's talk on that. So yeah. they're on Run For Cover, yep. and it's not because they're a big band, because labels... Look, if, if labels were truly just banks, they oh, would they yeah. would they would just take the biggest bands they could find. Correct. But there has to be some curation there. And the reason that that band is on Run For Cover is because Run For Cover looked at it and said, this is enough mm-hmm. in, in our space. And we think this could work yes. to our space. Yep. Yeah. Which is a cool thing to say. And yeah. to think about these bands. And like to me, I think about a Fury Candy tour being cool. That record's so, done, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, it oh no kind of, shit. They're working on a few things. Uh, I think the art What's it called? Oh. Something like Infinite Jest, but it's not. It's mm. not. That was gonna be the name. Um, I have it. Somewhere. He mentioned it on. Jeremy on, did mention it. Can I read a question that I got? Yeah, of course. And we'll be seeing them Love Saturday. It. Terror Total Retaliation Tour is soon, and admittedly, and admittedly, I live in the Bay, so I've only seen the Hard Times flyer for it. But it appears Candy opens the entire touring lineup be- behind Year of the Knife and Harm's Way's direct support over Backtrack. Seems wacky to me. Candy seems to have way more hype than Year of the Knife, and Backtrack is an, inst- an institution, whereas Harm's Way get a lot of hate. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, are these moves reflective of numbers or skewed to a more to more of a terror crowd as opposed to a hardcore kid audience? That's the question I got. What's your feeling? Uh, I don't think there's any... Uh, th- this, to me, did not strike me. Yes, I could see Candy playing over Year of the Knife. I could see that, maybe. And uh, Backtrack is an institution. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could see them certainly playing over harm's way I, 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 me, it's interchangeable I'm surprised that it wasn't interchangeable that's what it, right. like that they yeah. kind of pulled like I mean not to, not to be a dick but like would you want to be harm's way after backtracking in New York no not or, in, New York. or no. in Cali in certain no. places I right. mean it should kind of be more regional I would right. think um, I feel like Candy has a ton of buzz yep this mm-hmm. is their, like, but like Cheddar was saying this is their first time they've gone out for more than like three days yep. that's right and you're the night you did a fucking knock loose tour yep. with terror so, so you know who knows response, yeah. yeah so I yeah. mean I think it's t- I mean I think it's I thought that when we talked about it we kind of divided it it was like alright here's terror and then there's backtrack and harm's way Good and then flop. there's yeah. candy and you're the night yeah. yeah and you know yeah candy's got this heat off this record that literally just came out but that what's that mean in Sheboygan yeah, I mean, you know, still the first time they're playing there. Yep, still, there might be some people more excited than maybe if they were just coming off the street. But you know, you're the knife's done a bunch more now, and and kudos to them for doing the the work hard. That's uh, too many bands for me, but a good lineup. <sighs> Yo, is now the time for us to talk about package tours? Because five bands is tough to me. Five bands is very tough. Uh, unless, unless Maybe everybody, we just leave it there unless everybody, it unless time. everybody's sharing gear, uh, and the, the first two acts are playing for fifteen minutes. Uh, but I also think it's rough on the fucking scene. The local scene is more important to me. I mean, it's just kind of like Agreed. some of these shows do have openers. Like Akulu is opening mm. the Brooklyn show. Yep. Mm. literally their first show. No yep. oh, shit. Cheddar's oh. in it now. Yeah. Okay. Which I didn't realize. Um. But I mean, yeah. I, did we talk about this? Or I don't did, know that we talked. I mean, we've talked about it privately. I just think I think it's rough. It's rough because. If that's a three-band package and there's a local or two, yeah. that's big exposure. If it's a four-band package and there's one local, rad. 
five. Five's no. tough. Now, this tour, I'm going to give an asterisk because it's a terror album tour. They're probably playing decent size rooms. Mm-hmm. Not not. It's not going to be the, the VFW hall every night. There might be one or two on the tour, I'm sure. But, um, you know, this is... The package tour thing is tough. And I, I, let's dive into it another time because I think I, I, I might get dark on it. Is it a necessary evil, though, at this point? No. I'm I'm gonna wait because I think I have a very different opinion than you guys. So we'll 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 do, we'll do we'll do save point, for we'll, next yeah we'll time. do point counterpoint on this next time. Um, boom 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 boom. Megadeth baseline. Yep. So speaking of big speaking shows, of Megadeth, speaking of Megadeth, uh, totally underrated. Sweating bullets. Yeah, I think that's a little overrated. Rust really? in peace? People trying to say Rust in Peace is better than Metallica? No. You're out of your fucking mind. So weird thing. I'll better take, than uh, Garage Days, maybe. Sure. I mean. I'll, I'll take it over. Maybe. I'll take Megadeth over Metallica, but I don't I don't love either. And I think that Megadeth's failings are pretty glaring, which is that their songs are a full two minutes too long. Right. and Which is painful. And he sucks as a singer. No, I love it. He's like Bob Dylan of metal. That's what I think puts them over Metallica. Dude. I love his voice. Master Puppets beats everything. All right, so we're going to do the uh, The, Raid, Both Worlds. (laughs) What's the other one we we have to listen to? Oh, fuck. Overcast. Raid, Raid, Both Worlds, Overcast, and we're going to make you listen to... Uh, Master of Puppets and sit here. And I mean, I'm not like, mad at Master of Puppets. I, I mean, it's the have best you heard metal Kill record. Ever. Have you heard I mean, the song yeah. Whiplash? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Man. I'm just, Megadeth to me has some like really oddball choices that make it. We're going to do the great. vote on if Patrick should edit this part out for posterity. <laughs> where he just, <laughs> no, I think we leave like, him in so he looks like a, the fucking idiot that he is. No, okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's move on. I'm a, one, I'm a one percenter. You know what I mean? Oof. One one percent. One percent. There's none of that. It's That's good. What it, we couldn't see. It's a fucking make America great again. Hat over one percent of people. Him and Kanye. One, oh, Jesus, what my man dick. is out of control right now. Anyone else notice that he's mentally ill? Yeah. Here's what's weird. It's this is not a fucking. I'm sorry. I, I'm no, gonna, no, no, no. I love it. I I'm love gonna it. say so. I'm gonna say something. He ain't trolling. Is, he's sick. I agree with you. I have a very dark view of this. Like the darkest view. The darkest view that I have... Is, is it a dark, twisted fantasy? Is, is my dark, twisted fantasy... It's the worst possible timeline. ...is that this man seems to be operating on the level of a 14-year-old intellectually and emotionally. Yes. And what I find disturbing about that is not that, because that's a person that ha- has a struggle. Yeah. But I think that, like... Kim Kardashian, who I have no strong opinion on, like right, like I don't, yeah, sure, yeah, I, no, I don't know, know enough. I don't, yeah, I don't know enough of her personality. I've watched one episode of the Kardashians yeah, where she, she pretended she pretended that she didn't know what, that there was such a thing as kill shelters, which is just such a bizarre thing to say. But anyway, the uh, if, how do you, how do you maintain a marriage to a fourteen year old? It feels disturbing to me. I think it's part of it, right? You know, like there's, it's just a separation of reality. Yeah, like, like so. Is she, I mean, she's like a fourteen-year-old too, though. She's she a really unwell? rich fourteen. Is she unwell? Because he's unwell, and I'm not saying you can't love an unwell person. Sure, f- for sure. What I'm saying is he's unwell in a very clearly stunted way that gives an impression that he would be wholly unrelatable to an actual adult, right? Like people yes. who people who have sat with him and had conversations with him walk away and say, uh, "He's he just repeats things that he heard recently." That's yeah. the, and like yo how. I'm not, look, I know it's dark to say, how could you love someone? How could you connect with them as an adult is what I'm saying. Well, you know right. I'm that's, saying? I mean, that's, how, that's but the think thing about you're how asking. Many, you're kind of assuming that 
in the relationship and we that they connect at all yeah right. well that's you know true I mean? that's true that's right. true i mean think how many people out there do connect with their significant others or family right. members that have mental illness and kind of i uh, see but it's not mental illness like if he was depressed if he was anxious, i think he's straight up psychotic but, that, but that's what i'm saying i think he had a psychotic break after his mom died in mm. fucking plastic surgery and that dude's not been right since i'm saying that he just does he read like a like a full adult to you I don't know. Um, no, I, I don't right? know enough, but I think he 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 reads as someone who's not properly treated. Honestly, yeah, yeah, no, I. Agree I mean, like he, the stuff he does, it's like everyone's like, I can't believe he would do this. I'm like, I don't think he's of his right mind. Well, you were you you interact with people who are unwell on, yeah, on the daily. Actually, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, so I'm not trying to make you a, a yeah, I mean, case in point. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to make you a, a, a what do you, what do you call it? Like a, I'm a, not an expert. Yeah, you're anyway. not you're not no. allowed you're not allowed to diagnose here, but no, I, but. You are picking up on some fucking uh, similarities, some commonalities between him and people that you see that are unwell. Yeah. I yeah. I agree with all that. I'm just concerned that it's like he seems unrelatable. Not just to me because no, we got to yeah, sick. Though, yes, that's what and, I'm saying. And, and yeah, so how long is that? How long? Because you mentioned a pretty specific event. I don't know how long a couple ago years? his mom died. Yeah, two a couple, or three. Okay. More than that, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, she died like getting like. Like plastic a, surgery done, and like died on transplant or something. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And he is of the celebrity level. I mean, I just think his reality is really warped, and it's really tough to be there. And I mean, how famous is he? Is he one of the top five most famous He's people? As famous in as you yeah. get in two thousand eighteen, yeah, fifteen or twenty people. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and I don't know what that does. I don't think it's a healthy thing. I right. I almost have qualms about the idea of people talking about it. It, you know we we can talk about anything we fucking want and people do and have been forever but it's it's interesting to think about what someone in that position is dealing with with these kind of issues on that level of a public place right and but think about a dude that's not doing well for mm-hmm. whatever reason absolutely you know um and then you're just surrounded by yes men yeah. Yeah. yeah, no yeah. one gives a fuck as long as the check clears. Yes, men and family. Yes, you know, you know what I'm saying. That's like, the vibe I get as yeah, well. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like oh, no one's rushing whatever, this dude to the hospital. People are still buying Yeezys, so. right? Yeah, no one's gonna be like, this dude needs to probably go in for a little while because then the fucking funds. Oh, and so this is a like, good question. who's taking care of this guy? That's such a good question. Is the idea that um, success or like financial success or financial health would be equated to mental health? And that, like, oh, he's a success. Everything's going well. He's still oh, yeah, self taking all the time. Yeah. Music. yeah, yeah. So, but like, but so that's what all you, his, all the his people in his periphery give a shit about. Correct. They don't care about. And the they're associated with like, nah, he's still doing. He's a genius. But it's like, yeah, but it seems like something's unwell. And is anyone gonna step up and say, hey, yeah, we know you still are doing well and all this stuff. But are you okay? Well, I mean, can think we, about it. Can yeah. we, you know, like, I mean, there's a very, very fine line between genius and madness. Of course. Yeah. So who's to? De- I mean, and, and, and I don't the, know. This guy. De- Maybe he's the, just the definition shouldn't be the delineation shouldn't be. Well, is he a genius or has he gone crazy or is he just really mentally unwell? Maybe he's one or all of those things. But we shouldn't be making that determination purely on the fact that he's a financial success. Oh no, that he's a successful ca- commercial figure. No, you know, like that he is making the. I'm a sick fuck song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's great. Cool. You know, and, and the song's fine. But that still doesn't mean he's mentally well. No. I mean, if you see a dude dancing around as a Perrier bottle on Saturday Night Live, which is what he did. I see. That, uh, what, I, I I'm with that bit. I'm yeah. with the. I don't think you know. I am. Because it's not self aware. It's not <laughs> oh, like him being. No. You know what was more problematic to me was the. Was it. I don't know if it was post SNL thing or post one of these recent award shows. Where 
he was going, but just he gave this interview and he just uh, nobody has said it, and I hadn't thought of it, but he did come off very uh, adolescent. Yes, yeah. he, he seemed very young in a way that wasn't vibrant. It was young in that way of like. I don't know if you understand what you're being asked in the way you're right. answering is disassociated. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, every time I see him, I go, look, I don't do that thing. Like you guys said something totally valid, which is who's looking out for this guy. But I always look at his closest relationship because his wife yeah. seems to love him very much. But seems I, loving. Seems but, loving. But I always, I always. I mean, think about their lives. They, right. they don't have the same partnership that you have with Amelia and Bob has, with Amanda. It's they're, they're they're all getting told if they see each other an hour a fucking day. That's a lot. It's a good mm. question. Is like what is a day in that dude's life like? Like is that that dude's not sitting at home watching TV with his wife? Right, he doesn't. Ninety percent of the time, it's not an eight to five. Like oh, I went and did work. I was in the studio for a while, and then I had a couple meetings and this, and right. then I came home and Me and the you kids know, we went sat to dinner. Kids, yeah. and we played for a little while before bedtime, and then we chilled and. And like talked or drank wine or anything that would qualify under the the idea of normal. It's like, oh yeah, there's the crew is here all day right. yeah. or like now I'm doing this. And yeah, if I had to make a an ex like a I can't diagnose somebody without sure. seeing them in person. Yeah. If it came out that this dude was bipolar, I don't know. He's already said he is. Oh. He said he is. Look at me. Well, I wonder if he's self-diagnosing. Yeah, that's the thing. He's like, yeah. is he just saying that I am that and going untreated? You know what I mean? Right. Or well, he recently said that he's he's free again because he's off meds. Oh, well, okay. Go. And uh, it, right. And uh, to people that believe in uh, Western medicine, being off your meds is not always the the move. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I just find him. Uh, uh, sorry, for everybody that wanted a hardcore podcast. But this is the Kanye hour. Uh, I, I just gone Kanye. You got it. It's Kanye. It's Kanye. All right, we'll leave it at that. That's Kanye. an album. I'm done. Mac Miller. There I'm you done. go, buddy. You're welcome. I'm, I've been playing around with doing some like sampling, so I'm going to work on that. Done. Mm, Kanye. Uh, All right. Um, where were we? Were we? Were uh, let's we? go in a new direction. Okay. Bang. Gorilla Biscuits uh, playing by the time you hear. No, maybe you'll no. hear this before this, right? I'm hoping you might hear this in the next. If the yeah. wizard next World 12. Sure. Perfect. 48. Oh, yeah, what's today? Today's Wednesday. Oh, we'll get it. We we'll get, get that out. Thursday. 12 hours. Thursday. Thursday. Good. Mm. Tomorrow morning. We'll see. We got a, less edits on mm. this. Um, no edits. No edits. Right? No we didn't say anything. Straight from the hip. Yeah. <laughs> Could have done that whole live. part that he said about Metallica, uh, but Metallica. I mean, we can't all be perfect. We should have done this live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. We'll do. We'll log into Instagram live now. Um, oh, we could do that, right? We could. Um, Grill Biscuits is playing Saturday, the sixth of October, two thousand eighteen, at the Knockdown Center in the Year of Our Lord, mm. two thousand eighteen. Uh, Grill Biscuits, Incendiary, Negative Approach, Culture Abuse, Fury. Those are all. That's like five headline that's level bands. Fucking ridiculous. Warthog, Gouge Away, Praise, Death Bells, underrated band, Death Bells, Weeping Icon. I'm not familiar with them. Love the name. Weeping Icon, great. Tell great me band. about Death Bells. I don't know anything about them. On Funeral Party Records, kind of darkish, like weird music. Worth checking out. I think you might actually be able to vibe on it. It's I'll, such a fucking weird lineup. Weep, weird lineup. Weeping Icon is very dark Brooklyn punk. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. All right, call me intrigued. And uh, the price tag for this show is zero dollars. Mm. It's free ninety nine. Mm. It's one of them. Uh, thank you, major corporate sponsorship shows. Yes. The death mesh is his Vans. Vans, Vans and it up. Thrasher. Vans and Thrasher. Ooh, are these shows good? Yeah, I think it's cool. I mean, I've been to enough Vans House of Vans shows. I think they're really good, especially when the lineup's good like that. When you have so you have Incendiary, super relevant. Negative approach, just legends. 
Culture abuse, super relevant. Fury, super relevant. Warthog, super relevant. Gougeway, super. It's all relevant. It's yeah. a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. But I think if you go there and you're only going to see Gorilla Biscuits, you are missing out. Well, uh, uh, you're you're missing out, or you're keying in, and you might be able to like at least one, two, three of these bands. Oh, oh sure. I thought you meant like only go to oh, see. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, if you're going to this with the idea like Gorilla Biscuits and a bunch of bands I've never heard, cool. Yeah. Or if yeah. you're a young kid. And you're only there to see fucking incendiary. Same deal. Holy shit. Right. And you see negative approach. You're like, holy shit. Now it makes all, all the sense in the world. I think it's awesome. I'm, very, I'm actually really, really excited for this concert. Uh, I Do I have to RSVP or some shit? Can you I get in? Yeah, you probably should have done that a long no, time ago. Fuck. You probably still can, actually. Yeah. It's, the RSVP is funny. So if you hear this and you're keeping in mind, I got the email today saying, remember, the RSVP just reserves you the ability to be in the building. Right, you still got it. But it's still first come, first serve. Yeah. So you get there late and they, they fill it up. But it's a big room. They over- Yeah, apparently this place fits 1,800 people. Oh, okay. Um, but I mean, you know what? House of Fans is pretty fucking gigantic. and Or probably comparable to 1,800 people. And they... I forget it was one. I don't know if it was the GB Bouncing Souls Turnstile Show or something. Like, yeah, what do you think yeah. about that now? You're like, how the fuck did that even happen? One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian MacKay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like. Um, I feel like they did like someone told me the number. So it's like say two thousand people were out in the mm-hmm. building. They took like eight thousand RSVPs or something, uh, like something like ridiculous. Yeah, because a lot of times this is more just kind of like you're going yeah. there for the show. Yes, House of Vans is a lot of like you can drink for free and there's tacos oh, and right. it was like more. Yeah. It's like you motherfuckers bed. don't like this shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, I would go somewhere for free tacos on, too. So on the topic of of corporately corporate sponsored hardcore shows. Um, it. I think this is a quaint conversation because I don't think most people care in 2018. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you are a butt patch, uh, butt f- if you're a butt flap sort of motherfucker out here, uh, and you care, uh, that's cool. I'm not mad at that opinion. Uh, but what I will say is that uh, take it from a touring musician. Uh, if if you beef with this, but you go to Live Nation shows, you're confused. You know what I mean? Because one, 
is much more a detriment to your uh, vibrant subculture than the other. The corporately sponsored show is still an oddity. It's still a thing that happens a couple times a year in major cities. It is not the same as a very frighteningly uh, narrow-minded uh, corporation uh, buying up every small venue in the United States. Right, and who tells you how much things cost yes. and how, many, how much fees yeah. are on top yes. of the ticket and all that sort of stuff. Yes. And, and this is a win-win. Uh, yeah. You get to go to a free show, and the bands you like get paid. Right. Yes. What the fuck's so, the difference? So if, uh, and it's vans. So butt flap, come Thrasher. Cool. Calm, calm you know what I'm saying? It's not flat. like it's like I always felt like the fucking Scion shit was weird. I wasn't opposed to it necessarily, but no. I just thought that was like it's at like at the time it was a weird fit. What sure. are you getting out of this? So you want to get the backstory on that? I think he told us. Maybe I don't think I told it on the air. Oh, maybe not. Um, the one of the people who was f- instrumental in setting up the Scion shows was a was a guy who worked doing PR while I worked at Revelation. He he worked with me, and uh, then he was working for Scion. I believe he works for. One of the Italian motorcycle company now, like, Ducati or something, uh, maybe Moto Guzzi or something. Yeah, like a nice like. We will he, do a, a show for Moto Guzzi if they I, like I would in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, you know, his there we job. Go. You part of his life. job is going and riding these motorcycles around the country. It's pretty cool. Good, Good for him. him. But he helped put this together. I think a few other people who worked at Scion who were genuinely interested and enthusiastic about they had underground money. music. Yeah, and they were part of the marketing, the whole thing. And they're like. One of science targets was young alternative lifestyle type humans, and they're like, "Oh, what's a better way to get our name as a recognizable thing? Let's put on free music things and pump a bunch of money into the fucking thing." And they probably sold less than ten cars. To yeah. The crowd. Oh sure. Oh I mean, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? This is the payoff, though. Is the people who are going to those shows three, four, seven years later? was Scion a name they considered more so. And I, that's the part that is interesting to me, is at the corporate level, what are the payoffs? They're like not looking at... Yeah, it's not like yeah. this the the thing where it's like, like oh, we, we did a, a an ad in the paper and got 15 people, or oh, we went and did this, and this many people use the coupon code. It's more, it's more brand awareness. And, you know, hey, fuck it, Vans, they know brand awareness. They got I mean, God knows Henry half the people shit. at the fucking show are going to be wearing their shoes anyway. That's right. And, you know, that is that is a big piece of all this. So there's some parts of me that, that could go, eh, it's icky, but I'm 100% in for this stuff. Yeah, I'm not It pays the band, and it makes it a free show. And to me, this is a great opportunity. We talk about, like, yo, bring your friends who aren't into hardcore to a show. Yeah, bring you your friend to a show. Yeah. If you are under the age of 22... And I don't care what your interaction is. If you're listening to, the, if you hear the sound of our voice, and you got a friend who's sort of in this shit, bring them to this show. They'll find something and they'll enjoy the hell out of it. That's true, hundred percent. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, okay. should be a fun show. All right. Speaking of being a touring mu- musician, mm. Chicago, mm. the Dream Team, mm. Harm's Way. Oh, yeah, true. As were. Harm's Way. Had their trailer stolen in Las Vegas. You ever have shit stolen from you on tour? No, I sleep in the van. You ever have shit stolen from you on tour? Actually, uh, I won't bore you with this incredibly long story, but uh, I fell asleep. I want maybe in fucking Missouri. Uh, I forget where the fuck I was. Um, Fell asleep. A bridge for the interest of time. In the van. uh, (laughs) And uh, woke up and my laptop was gone. And I... 
assumed that I had left it in the previous city because how else could it disappear? Andy Rice in the bathroom with the laptop, <laughs> volume on mute. Then my, my wallet's gone. My then wallet's I'm overseas and I uh, see that an email that I have an appointment at the Genius Bar because whoever stole it. I this. At, so I'm frantically calling from Glasgow trying to fucking uh, get police to just show up and fucking take care of this where is this like springfield missouri or some shit it's, i forget where the Somewhere. fuck i was it was someplace i i, I, I yeah. it's a pity i can't remember because the what he, the dude said to me was hilarious i go hey man um he, he has an appointment so all you got to do is be there right and he goes uh eh, this guy's getting stabbed out here man <laughs> that was what the, uh. that's what the detective said to me he goes maybe if we got a car driving by but i'll be honest we got we got people getting stabbed out here uh so cops wouldn't show up Yes. And then I finally get a nice old lady on the phone. Nice. Uh, and she tells me, she goes, oh, um, you know, if if you call 911, they have to show up. <laughs> so then I had to, I worked with the people at Apple okay. at the store. And so uh, Angela Lansbury I ba- put you on. To- I, I straight up like set up a sting operation. Like, so I've got, uh, I've got the, the, this is one of your best stories and you're just no selling it. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not selling it at all. But I got, but I got like Kim at the Apple store calling me being like, being like, he's here. He's and, in the building. And, I, and I'm like calling 911 from, from Glasgow, which by the way, doesn't work. So I was going to say, how does that work? So, I've never, so you have to, so you have to call. Like uh, the country uh, code, then no, no, no. You got to call the, you got to call police there and yeah. say, hey, could you put me through to nine one one? I'm confused yeah. about my. And, yeah, yeah. and but at any rate, uh, yeah. So the dude gets busted, stolen from a foot away from my head while I was sleeping. That's how amazing. That's that's a ballsy guy. Yeah, I almost should have let him keep it. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, he stole it. all. The, it was you know wiped his name? anyway. Uh, no police. Honestly, so Kim at the Apple store is like, she says, hey, police just left. And I said, okay, um, do they need anything from me? And she goes, no, we've got your laptop. Um, Do you want it? And I said, police. Yes, please. I said, yeah, but police didn't like. Arrest the guy or anything? She said that they walked away with him and just left my computer. And I (laughs) said, so then they mailed it to me. But like the police were just like, oh, you're a bad guy, huh? Oh, well, Apple, this, this belongs to you, I guess. You know what I mean? You'll figure out where it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 It was so weird. Wow. uh, Yeah, but that was, uh, that stuck out in my mind of. Detective work from across the world. Yo, I was, I was on one. I was like, seriously. I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, I was, I was a cop for a day. I was trying to fucking crack this fucking case. (laughs) Uh, I didn't tell you that story. Like when, I knew that story. It's amazing. So no, here's a part of it. Yeah. Uh, I'm on the phone with 911 with the police. And I'm like, and they're like, okay, what's he wearing? And I was like, I was like, oh, Kim, Kim said brown pants. He's wearing brown pants. And, and they go, okay, uh, what's the guy's race? And I go, mm, white. <laughs> and, 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 and I, I don't but, believe in gender or race. Uh, well, I don't know. Oh, I didn't know. I yeah. but in my head, I'm like, why? And I, yeah. that's what came out of my mouth. And they go, okay, thanks. And then I I get off the phone and I now I'm on texting relationship with Kim. Yeah. I, I I text. I message. Yeah. Say on brand. <laughs> right. And and uh, <laughs> I said, hey, guy was white, and she goes, Arab. And I then I have Close to enough. then I have to call back. Fucking no. go back through nine one one and go. He's Arab because oh, it's even worse. Because they were about to go like just go through the mall looking for like a white guy with brown pants. It's, oh my god! But it was uh, it was my moment of like 
I it was the closest I've ever gotten to like uh, being a detective for real. So when we talked about Patrick, I feel like uh, that's really far from being a real mall detective. detective. No, I think that's what detectives do. <laughs> when, they go, he's when Arab. You about the detective with the the cool ponytail. <laughs> yes, when we're talking about ponytail detective, yeah, I think this is what he does. It solves Apple Store crimes. Right. Yeah. So did did you ever did you, you got the laptop back? That's not the one we're looking at, is it? I uh, got the laptop back and it was completely wiped. Wow. So wow. The, so the only reason I needed it back, it's a ten year old laptop. I don't actually need it back, but it had. A 120-page screenplay on it that I was like, "Oh, I didn't save that anywhere else. I'm so dumb." Yeah, and I got it back and it was wiped, and I was very oh, sad. That sucks. I was sad. It's the only reason I wanted it. Mmm. Mmm. That's me. More. That's me. On Law and Order. Yes. Five one eight. Mmm. Five one vape. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, our sponsors. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> if you enter the code. Axe the grind at the Five One Vape store yeah, in person. Goes, see how that goes for you. I heard about you guys. If you go to the Five One Vape store and mention Axe the Grind, we'll send you two dollars cash the, app, whatever you got. Is that an actual store? Yes, it is. Yes, where is it? Let's find it. It's in Albany. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be. That's where they're selling the tickets for the One King Down show, man. That's I, how I knew that. But how did you know that? I had two different people te- text me that. Wow. Because <laughs> it was on, like they're like, you can get them on Ticketmaster or this. Uh, there are also tickets at Vibe. It's it. I didn't. Oh, I thought it was 51 vape, fuck. and I was like, oh, it's 5-1 vape. Maybe it's at the 5-1 vape in Schenectady, mm-hmm. or 5-1 vape Colony, or 5-1 vape Latham, Clifton Park, or Rensselaer. Jesus. Is wow. that one on like Lark Street or something? Wow. No, no, no true Albany location, wow. but all the surrounding areas, you're covered. Five convenient 5-1 vape locations. And they, and, and oh, they sell tickets to Apparently, uh, yeah. sh- hardcore shows? Is that what the v- One King Down shows. Okay. Come right, on. Right. Yeah, that's the, the real shit. Okay. All right. So, um, Harm's Way, we, we got... Wow. Did you ever have anything stolen from you on tour? Other than my youth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah. Jenny McCarthy picture? My Jenny McCarthy picture? No. <laughs> Should never deep cuts, deep yeah. cuts. Um, yeah, we got robbed on my last tour with Indecision in Vancouver. Mm. Um... Uh, our booking agent sent booking agent sent us to the wrong venue. Um, funny enough, you know who booked the show? A Ram. Oh, when he lived in Vancouver. There we go. And uh, we were playing with Strain. It was Silent Majority, Millhouse, Us, and Strain wow, that's in weird. Vancouver. That's okay. a show. That's a cool show. It was not. Was it a Strain reunion? Got to be right. No, ninety eight. No. They oh, were around. They were like the okay, fucking sorry. Vancouver Millhouse. Yeah, come on. And uh, we like. We parked, we went to go do something, and then I think it was like someone from Simon Jar was like, Is that something coming out of your van? Like, so we rented two vans uh, and had the two band, three bands strewn throughout the mm. two band, bands. We go at, they broke the window, stole a bunch of shit. Um, so there was like some, and apparently at the time, Vancouver had the highest um, heroin use per like. I think it was Square the heroin mile. capital. Yeah, of North it was insane. For a I, long time. I was there. I was there like four months ago. I confirmed. Still, 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 still. yeah. Still. And it was so we kind of uh, went vigilante, caught a bunch of people with our stuff. No we shit. We were going up and down like the alleys. You're more of a detective wow. than I am. I'm just making just phone calls group. out here. No, we we're like there was 15 of us. We we're going, <laughs> um, but like going up and driving up and down the alleys and people like shooting up between their toes. Yeah, and it was yeah, like yeah. the it ran. Keep going. All right, it sounds good in the background. All right. Um, it like really ran the gamut of it's like, oh, so like that person's definitely. And then there were people in like suits and ties mm. shooting up between their fucking toes so you wouldn't see the yeah. track marks. Yeah. We um, we found somebody with a bunch of stuff. We chased him into a bodega, whatever Vancouver may have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, got stopped at the door. 
when two guys pulled guns on us. No shit. Oh. And the cops are like, um, so everyone in town is looking for you guys now because like we might have roughed some people up. They're like, um, it's a loss. You might even, you, you really, right, really want to get out of here. By the time it gets dark, you need to get the fuck out of no here. No shit. Wow. So we had to drive out of Vancouver with like plastic bags for windows. And there was like somebody walking around. I had a MasterCard straight edge shirt that got stolen mm. and a Fiona Apple tape. Because uh. we had tapes at the time because yeah, it was 1998. Sure. They stole all my shit. Um, so I had to get money wired to me from my family because I literally had no money. Sure. These were one of those like we weren't making tons of money on a tour. And when we got to Revelation... They're like, you guys got st- stuff stolen from you guys. And we we're like, yeah. And they're like, please go into the warehouse, take whatever you want as nice. far as clothes. That's nice. cool. Yeah. Good luck. It was really awesome. It was Good very, job, very cool. Bro. Yeah. Thank you. 1998. So you're all wearing the same uh, oversized ice burn shirt. So I, I took the Youth of Today X and a Girl Biscuit shirt. Nice. Um, Elliot was there at the same time. Oh. I had a nice conversation with a dude named Jay Palumbo. Mm. Yeah. Because he was like, you're the band that likes Susie and the Banshees, right? And I go, yeah. <laughs> so it was cool. Um, but yeah, so we, yes, we have gotten robbed. It's a fucking terrible thing. It's um, luckily they didn't take any of our equipment. It was just more yeah. pers- personal effects. But I couldn't imagine. Imagine so the whole trailer just taken. So that's, that's what just fucking everything. Yeah. So it's everything, all the merch, and so that's that's a big loss. So and I, that's not something you can prepare. And for. it was. No, and I want to say something about that before I have to day say about that one too. of tour. Was it? Were they going one? from Chicago to meet up in Cali? Yes. Motherfucker. The first show was Friday. Staying at the Luxor. They're just gambling, having a good time. Having a, on the rest stop. Vegas to LA is like four and a half, five hours. They stop. Let's hang. Cheap hotel. Yeah. Next day in LA, don't have any merch, don't have any gear. Camera Oof. and everything. Like I remember reading the thing there. It's like, there's no way. Like, we've done this before. Yeah. Yep. Like, there's no way this should have happened and it happened. So, there's this ugly study that's out right now that. Uh, the results of which indicate that uh, that terrible thing that happens when people uh, are victims of a sex crime where uh, people uh, basically blame the victim and say, like, why weren't you better prepared for this, blah, blah, blah. Sure. This, what the study says is that essentially that's a broader category than we ever understood, that people do that for almost all crimes, right? That people blame... Uh, the preparedness of the of the uh, victim uh, across all sorts of crimes. I see this a lot with this type of crime. I've been guilty of that. What? Where you go? Why weren't you guys sleeping in the van? Why well, not even you- that. Like when you hear like people, it's like they stole our laptop and our passports. Right, motherfucker, you're staying at somebody's house. Yeah, bring, bring your goddamn. In. I mean, oh, you're sure, not gonna bring a sure, fucking yeah. trailer sure. inside. Yeah, sure. right. But like, I spring your personal effects. Rachel Rosen was a fucking nightmare about this stuff because no matter where we went, even if we were going into a fucking rest stop for a minute, the the cash box was in a, uh, a, um, uh, a camouflage bag, mm-hmm. and we took turns. Everyone walked around with it. It was on our person at all times. No, I, I'm with that. So like, you know what? Like, you're not gonna carry. But you know what though? Like, maybe don't leave your guitars in the wrist in the van. But like, people Visual, that it's like, right? I need ten thousand dollars because my laptop got stolen and all right. of our passports. Assholes. Mm. Bring them inside. These dudes, like, what are you gonna unload a fucking? You know, there's no way you can do that sort of stuff. They sure. clipped the fucking. I mean, it was clipped a the trailer off the van. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even know how to start. Yeah, I, uh, I. Every time this happens, you see people blame everybody. Yeah, people that have probably never been on the road. Never been on the road. No. Uh, some band will get ripped off uh, when they go into Denny's for 15 minutes. Actually, I think this is Harm's Way. Harm's Way has been robbed for like four times. So bad, bad luck. Uh, but here's the reality is that every time you get robbed, uh, you typically prepare for that more. So right. I just, I didn't see it very much this time. 
No. Yeah. But anybody that is blaming harm's way, I need you to stop, walk to your bathroom mirror, recite to yourself, I'm a dumb scumbag. And punch yourself in the mirror like, <laughs> like a black flag cover. Yes. Yes. Uh, and then go sit down and throw your computer against the floor and don't use it because it's that sort of comment. A is not helpful after the fact, Correct. you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's of no value. And secondly, they got this covered dudes. You know what I mean? Like, like they've had this happen before. Yeah. They've made plans. Yes. So like I, I didn't hear much of that this time, but I did hear it one time that they were robbed. This is an unlucky band, by the way. And yeah. harm's way you're in my thoughts because that yeah. shit sucks. Yeah. I can I mean, before the tour even started, you, you depend on merch. You Dude, depend on things. The very first, so they're loaded up. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they have everything. Yeah, day tour, chock full. You yes. Know? Right. Uh, we can't tell any stories about uh, bands that have gotten robbed and then stabbed the stabbed the guy that robbed them or anything, right? There's, there's, there's statute of limitations on that, maybe. But the the uh, um, if you watch a New York Arca documentary, you could see somebody <laughs> beat up somebody that got. Do you know of bands that have done that? Uh, famously, uh, yeah, there's there's a band that fella woke up with the guy and his mm-hmm. uh, the guy driving. Uh, I believe he stabbed him with a screwdriver. Oh, I don't know how you do that when somebody's driving. It feels like that's like a very high risk move. But there's a Wisdom and Chain song that about not about that particular thing, but mm. then like it's literally like a blow blow by blow. Like hey, we somebody woke up in, in the van and yeah. somebody was driving away. Like and obviously it didn't work out well for the. Mm. Impending thief. Yeah, I forget what it's called. Cap City or something. I forget, but I remember hearing it. Like, wow, this is very, very, uh, it's very evocative, very descriptive. Yeah, very evocative. Yeah. Uh, so that uh, I sleep in the van uh, mainly because I. Because you're a mad dog. Yeah, because yeah, I'm a mad dog. <laughs> Someone to break in and be like, "Fuck that <laughs> shit." <laughs> that dude does twenty push-ups at every rest stop. Exactly. Get me out of here. Because uh, I mean, like, like when you see James, you're not going to steal anything from him. So why would you? No, no. I mean, <laughs> and honestly, it's just presence. You know, like your case where the dude, you know, the fellow just took the laptop an inch from your head. That's going to happen. My fucking head. I know. And it could have been worse. I, so I think that's worse. Yeah. Oh, I mean. Oh, it's a it's feel definitely, you don't, you don't feel terribly safe. Yeah. No. But most, also, how heavy a sleeper am I when you can yeah, know, open a impressive. rolling door wild, and fucking? I mean, I'm bad, but I didn't know I was that wow. bad. But you maybe even assumed uh, some fucking asshole coming in the van. And yeah, it's one, one of my, my bandmates. Band yeah. Right. But most of the time, just having a presence there. So you like for for let's talk to the people going on their first tour, young dudes going on. How do you prevent this? For for example. So if you got a trailer and somebody comes and clips you, nothing you do. Yeah, nope. it's a loss. You can't yeah, do anything. You can't do anything. I mean, but for the petty thefts, because don't leave your shit out. Bring it inside. Yeah, I mean, like we used to do. Like it. if we didn't have, like I mean, if we had, like you're not gonna move your fucking amps inside or whatever. Mm-hmm. But grab your guitars, bring them into the hotel room. Yeah, for many reasons, whether it be the the heat, the cold, whatever. You know what? The, bring your money in. Bring any yeah. kind of identifying information in. A- half of these bands, mine included, are stuffing five to six people into a hotel room. So you're, you're typically trying to maintain a low profile as you do that. Yep. Cause you're not, you don't want to pay the extra 30 to fucking. All right. Those. So bands, the indecision playbook, mm. you go to a fucking outside hotel. Yeah. No, a motel. Uh, yeah, sure. Right. But, 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 so I actually the, are you guys upgraded? You're on like some fucking Marriott suites. Oh like, fuck that! Oh, we go sorry. two people go in. It's usually Rachel yes. and somebody yeah. else. Yeah. Yeah. We go in. We'd like a room, mm-hmm. two beds. Yeah. Oh. And then you and you go back out. You're like we're in room three thirteen. We pull around the van and we all yeah. fucking climb Run in. in. No weirdest, deal. weirdest thing. Andy Rice and I went into. Uh, we got a motel in Nebraska, and uh, they start making gay jokes in in the lobby, and we were thinking like, but not at us. But we were thinking, we 
could very well be a couple. It's totally. weird. It's, yeah, we, it's weird that they would. Do they uh, just, did they judge you as incompatible? That they would, and therefore, yes, you know, I guess. Like, oh, they couldn't possibly be a couple. No, they're, they're, they're two Yeah, they're, you know what I mean. But, uh, but I always thought that was, that was a. I'll tell that story someday. That was a weird vibe. But uh, like, did the joke start when you got there? No, uh, I mean, like, did well, you walk well, in you know, and then like you like, walked in on like a punchline? I, I felt like I walked into like a comedy club where they were like the least funny people were doing their most blue material. Got it. Like yeah. it, it was. Yeah, Deliverance Hotel. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Was, yeah. it was, Ned Beatty's getting I mean, yeah. uh, there. <laughs> uh, power outage in the middle of the night. People were scared. It was a whole thing. Um, but anyway, Sorry, everybody, um, don't yell at us on the Facebook group. Don't the, care. The uh, right there, I don't care. Where were we? Oh, what to do? What to somebody do? sleep in the van. Somebody uh, sleep in the van. Uh, yo, honestly, travel light. You know, so for your example, don't you don't need a ton of stuff. Bring what you're comfortable with, but but make it so you can grab it and throw it in your bag and bring it inside. Um, for the bands who end up going and doing the tour and you're doing well, I know of bands who are traveling with ten thousand dollars in oh, cash. Yeah, do not do that. Go to a somebody. Bank. Go to a bank and drop that. You yeah. get over. You get over two, three grand. Have one of the, and it doesn't need to be a bank. Whatever, yo, there's Jimmy, a, will you put it in your account? You got an account? Okay, cool. There's a Throw number of reasons Wire to do yourself. this, everybody. Yeah. Um, Pay a couple bills. It's not just getting robbed. It's, I'm going to say this as delicately as possible. Um, Cops are stealing your money. <laughs> a lot of people Have are stealing your money, uh, including maybe your bandmate that's got problems that you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. put, your, put like just so that there's never the suggestion of impropriety. Just so that there's not, uh, you, you're not guessing. Like, hey, right. this feels light. You know what I mean? You don't right. want to mm-hmm. end up in some weird Tarantino situation. Like, you don't want to be like, right? It, you don't want to do how self defense does it. And it's like, as long as you're with the guy with the money, <laughs> you get to eat. You and hate, fucking, you eat hate that so much. It infuriates me. <laughs> Like you get to go to Olive Garden if you're with Pat. It's fucked up. <laughs> I mean, I rarely it's carry real the money. I rarely carry the well, money. They're probably smart, <laughs> but but yes, put the money. I mean, just go put to the, the money away. I mean, yeah. if you're crossing borders and shit, fucking infamous story that happened to Sick of It All Indecision <laughs> on the Life on the Ropes tour, like that AFI Hot Water Sick of It All Indecision mm-hmm. tour. Come back through Canada, they were like, "This money's got coke on it. We're gonna have to seize it." Wow. And they had to Indecision and Sick of It All. I mean, Sick of It All especially had tons and tons of money. It was their big, tour, probably their yeah. biggest headlining tour. I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And they were like, they had to hire an attorney to get it back. So, I mean, wow. like, they so paid. They had to pay money to get their money back. Yeah. yeah. And just because, like, there's cocaine on it. It's like, none of those dudes are doing fucking no. blow. Like, yeah. literally nobody on that tour is doing cocaine. Like, so. Also, isn't that a cop out? Because don't they say that there's cocaine on all money in the United yes. States? Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Those yeah. Canadians. If they want to find that. Yeah. You know what I mean? The cop pulls you over in fucking Nebraska for a broken headlight and they search your money. They could be like, it's got coke on it. Well, yep. so does every dollar bill in America. Right. A lot of fucking drug acts. <laughs> I get. Uh, I, I was telling Bob before uh, the podcast. I I get randomly screened at mm-hmm. uh, shockingly high <laughs> percentage of travel. Random. Yes. Yeah. Random. I get pulled aside every time. Yeah. I don't know if I look like an IRA fucking guy or something. I don't I, know. Well, yeah. What organization would you be affiliated with? I literally. They've gone through my stuff. You're like your phone has nitroglycerin on it. I'm like, really? Yeah. Uh, you're like uh, an accident. Yeah. I probably was playing in fucking cow shit. I have no idea. <laughs> But yeah, I always get like pulled aside. I get pulled that aside quite often. That makes me feel better because you look way more professional than I. I thought I was being he a little discriminated against for looking like a scumbag. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I walked up today and Patrick was like, "Well, you look more professional." I literally have burn holes in my sneakers. No, nah, but you got a button-up shirt. That's I think, true. I think you're but, yeah, me. I mean, really, nobody's looking at the sneakers. It's look good. Mm. Um, so talking about Canada, mm. my favorite North American country right now. Wow. 
uh, Not Dead Yet Fest 2018 oh, yeah. coming up next weekend, the 11th through the 14th. That is next weekend. Damn. Jeez. Damn. Time flies. Um, let's go through this Time lineup. Uh, this is a cool weekend. Uh, shout out to Greg and Sarday. I believe they put it on. They've been putting it on for years. Um, I have not been, and it kind of makes me sad. There's been a couple of years where I really wanted to go. Toronto's a cool city. Fuck yeah. I yeah I mean uh, I, I no I do I, I look I like Canada to visit a lot I love yeah. Montreal it's sleazy as fuck but like sleazy as but fuck. but I, Canada to me and this is not to discourage anybody if you have plans to go to this festival I want you to go and I want you to have a great time uh, I just as I said I get fucking screened every aspect of my life oh, I yeah. find travel to Canada just arduous yeah. I really do well, that's the reason I haven't been was when when was that 2008 they put in that you needed a passport to get yep. across the border I didn't have a passport right then so I skipped on going I was going uh, the band Fucked Up was doing weekends for either record release or just have one usually at the end of October and I went to, I believe, three in a row. And it was fucking a 2006, seven, maybe five, six, seven, six, seven, eight, something like that. And it was always awesome. And Not Dead Yet kind of picked up where they had right. trailed off there. And this is one of the coolest fests. Very diverse. I'll tell you what, there's a lot on this that I'm not familiar with. There's a lot that I am. It's pretty rad. Um, and yeah, it's, it's one of those multi-venue festivals. And before we started recording, we talked about how there's a ton of individual shows that make up this festival. Yeah, yeah I like it's that. It's kind of hard format. to parse out, though. I, no, I, I like that. Sometimes you got to make a choice. Well, but no, I, I no, mean, no, no. But like, like love the fest. multi-venue. Oh. Fest, you know exactly who's playing, exactly. what time, and where. Oh, is this This is just that? hard to figure out what shows are happening okay. and where. Right. Now, there are some individual flyers, but otherwise there's not like a page where I can go, oh, here's where these are. And maybe right. there is, and up on Facebook. It. Let, yeah. let, let's put a... Uh, this is just so that I listen to this back at some point, and I, I found an article that's about uh, the Canadian uh, music grant money and how oh, yeah. it is doled out and how crooked it is and yes. we should talk about that sometime. Okay, yeah, let's revisit. But Not Dead Yet Fest, great. Let's take a look at the lineup and do it a little fest style. And the other thing is mention to uh, LDB, we'll talk about them just a little bit and we'll do a full episode later. Um, I was thinking about it, like, uh, we're not some like fest coverage show, but we talk about it because it's a convenient time to talk about a bunch of bands. Yeah. Right. And new bands and stuff. I mean, a lot of these fests especially have bands that like we've never heard of. Yeah. Right. It's it, easy to do like the fucking big, ba- like it's like, you know, every band on this fucking list. Turnstile was playing. Yeah. Yeah. But, like LDB. I couldn't tell you half the bands. Right. And it's a cool way to discover music yeah. and hear it. And it also just kind of gives you a feel of the sea. You know, like you, you kind of see what's going on, yeah. who's playing what, what's this show like. So. This is pretty yet. outside my lane, if I had to be honest. Yeah. This yeah, is chaos and chaos more than This is more chaos and chaos. To me, at least. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. but No, you're right. Uh, but right off the top here, Turnstile. I'm familiar, yeah. I bet that's a fun show. Absolutely. This, you know. Angel Dust. Yeah, also fun. Impalers. Austin, Texas. Everybody really liked that record. Cellar Dweller. They great record. They really liked that record. record. I thought it was good, not great. Pin on that. Uh, great record from last year. So we'll talk about the number ones. Not familiar at all. No. Sheer Mag, discussed them. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think when I read it, that number ones band is a power pop band that oh. is like tied in, not related to Sheer Mag, but I think Sheer Mag is like out with them or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Special Interests, not familiar. No idea. Culture Abuse, familiar. Swearing, mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's one, oh, of, okay. it's one of the Crutchfields, yeah. Yes. R- Radioactivity, Markman, yep. Folk. Right. What's the difference? It's like one dude. One member, yeah. 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 Same idea though. 
Yes. Yeah, like yeah, power totally. poppy kind of punky. I think Dave made the comment. He's like, I feel like I'm seeing uh, the Marked Men, but I just don't know the songs. Got it. Yeah, I remember that. Um, Terror? Did I say Terror? No. Terror? No, Terror's on that. Oh, Boy Har- tour. Their tour. Yeah. Boy Harsher? Don't know. Bug? Yeah, okay. Oh, I literally can't read that death metal <laughs> name. Backtrack? Okay. Sudden Impact? Not familiar. Murrow? Torso from the Bay Area. Yep. Cool. Heard, heard they might have a new record coming out pretty no soon. No shit. Oh, yeah. On a big label. Yeah. Devil Master. Negative Gain. Mm. How weird. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but the, maybe the next one will be out of that. Okay. Um, Manila <laughs> Popper. Sorry. It's, I'm, it's a fade. The poster's really cool. There's a, uh, oh, it's a, a faded thing on it. Oh, so, Jesus. Yeah, oh, I can fun. see it now. It's Negative Gain, Suburbanite, Vile Gash. Rhythm of Cruelty, Harm's Way, Unified Right. Rhythm of Cruelty. Yeah, I like that. Wind Atlas, Sial, New Fries. Eh, I could go I like for the New, new Fries. fries. Yeah. Ooh, Better new than old fries, fries yeah. for fucking well, sure. Yeah. Sometimes. Right? They don't age well. No. Paranoid, Pig DNA. Paranoid just played... New Jersey. A band from Japan who's doing a tour, and they played New Brunswick the other day. That's right. Um, all right. A ton of bands, and I'm just going to go through a f- handful here. Advertisement, Antagonize, BB and the Blips, Big Contest, Big School, Candy, Creative Zero, Death Bells, Feels Fine, Enforced, Gem, No Blues, Outcry, Spiritual Cramp, Soul Glow, Therapy, Ultrat, You're the Knife, Some Dude, Result of Choice, a ton, a ton of bands. A lot I recognize, a lot I don't. Yeah, it's cool though. If you have the chance, if you're hanging out and you want to go to do something, I know some of the shows are sold out. Some of them aren't. Toronto's one of the best cities in America. Great time to go out. If you don't get a chance, I'll throw a bunch of these bands on the playlist for this week and we'll kind of... My one critique. Yeah. Sick, crazy lineup, really Mm -hmm. diverse. All of them are in their own little hardcore ghettos, though. That I, like, I, I, I love to go that, see yes. totally style play with radioactivity, yes. or like it's not. It's like that totally territory on its own thing. Bring I would it, love to have with, seen with that. two bands added onto it or something, and that's it. And yeah. antagonizes one of them. It's yep. not like you're really not going out. I would love to see like a real like cross section of kind of like here's fucking Put torso in the blips with terror, yeah, or whatever, and kind of like right. if you really want to expand it. Otherwise, <laughs> it's just it, their own little yes. silos, Which, and it's like none the twain shall meet. And I think that's kind of kind of lame, especially because this is the thing that happens with festivals is that tour packages for whatever they're worth end up colliding at a festival yeah mix that stuff up throw, right and if they're the all there on the same day and they're playing an afternoon show and a night show put the tour doesn't ter- care that they're broken up they're like oh sure we don't need to look at you guys today great you yeah, know we'll go right. play with the weird band the, yeah. o- the only thing i'll say because i agree with you but the only thing i'll say in defense of this is keeping it safe like that it, I mean, it makes it easier for the the booker, they have a show. Right. But it also just feels like maybe they know their market, and if they're expecting a lot of Canadian uh, people to come through, it's possible. There's some regions that are just very snobby. You know what I mean? There's some regions where things are just very sectioned. You know sure, what I mean? No, like, that makes sense. So, like, because I feel like Fest kind of does like a decent. Oh, as much as there, there's a lot of like flannels and beards. There's yep. also uh-huh. you guys play it or yep. like fucking old wounds will be on a fucking show with sure. fucking Vaginosaur no, sure. Junior. Whatever the fuck. Yeah, that was an actual band. I didn't make that up. That's what Vaginosaur Junior. Yeah. No shit. Very curious. I had a former partner that was like way into that sort of stuff, and she'd like, cool. she'd have like all these stickers. I'm like, who the fuck are these? That's bands? a fantastic 
pun name. Yeah, and she's like, oh, it's like these bands that literally just like play. Yeah, fast, they, they, right. and that's it. Like yeah. literally just play fast. Yeah, but Except like so so the the idea of a multi venue fest, I love it. Yeah, me too. Especially in a city um, that can that's set up for it. You yeah. know, I actually have talked about this. There's lots of places, especially college cities, for whatever reason. If you got enough venues, Brooklyn would be great for it. You got enough venues yeah. that are in a general walking distance. Yeah. Manhattan used to awesome. be awesome for it. Yes, you could have right. totally could have Continental, Coney Island High, CBGBs. Yeah, would have been that would have been cool. Damn. Well, CMG Jay took advantage of that. They sometime. definitely did, and that's but that's the kind of thing is multi venue, especially if you get the chance to mix it up. And I'm not even saying just like do it for weird sake, do it for the cross audience. That's one of the things that I thought the fucked up weekends did. And honestly, just as a larger idea, hopefully this mix of bands encourages people to check it out. I love it. I think it's cool. Yeah. It's, Who's uh, enforced going up there with it? Are they on their they're on territory? Their own, they're on their own tour. They're actually playing with the Terror Tour in Chicago. Shout out to our boys in Enforced. They got playing some Brooklyn st- soon. Yeah, playing Brooklyn. Good show with Iron uh, Lions Cage. Yes. And Combust, I think. So it's a cool show. We'll be there. Um, yes. I'll definitely. be there. I'm going. Um, Two thirds of the room, probably. Uh, Closest to Pat, but yeah. Pat will just be home. True. Looking at his mouth. We'll get you on the list. Thank you. you. Um, So, anyways, (laughs) just Instagram pictures of himself from his bed. Here's me waking up at twelve (laughs) thirty. I got my pecs. He he hates when he looks at Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, I've been at work for fucking three and a half hours. This asshole waking up to his beautiful girlfriend, being like, "Hey, it's one o'clock. You want to get a bagel? I'm I'm going to do do something weird and annoy her for a moment. Oh, yeah. What'd you do? You know what? Tomorrow is. I got to wake up early because I mean, early for me, like meaning nine. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've got to. Uh, go to my central casting uh, thing that I got kicked out of last time, but I'm, I'm. You got kicked out of central casting. So what happened? Too good looking. Too good looking. They said you're yeah. you're breaking the equipment. Mike. Yeah, like I can't put you in the back. Yeah. Everyone's eyes are gonna go directly exactly. to your your neck tattoos. No, what they what dun dun. Yes, you definitely be like. That's what I'm. So I got two ambitions. One I can't share with the world because I'm I'm plotting. I'm really working hard on it. But good this one, but this one, I want to be a background person on SVU. I and think you could do it. You I could be so like a guy, like in the, one of the cells in the yes, back. Yes, yes. So that's one of I, the guys who's at the model party. And yes. it's like, Oh, the, the police are staying. Yeah. Oh my god. That, so, uh, so You're central, rushing out, helping put a coat on a girl, whatever. Last time I got kicked out because my passport had expired, and this irritated me to no end because I'm like pointing to it and I'm like, it's clearly still me. You know right. what I mean? Like it, this didn't change when it expired. Right, right, yeah, right. Like right. It, this is still valid idea. Right. Um, but I had to go get a new passport anyway, and tomorrow I go to Central Casting. Wish me luck. I want those. Better than central booking, if yes, you know what I'm saying. for sure. So one other thing. Uh, we, we got a lot of love for the Midwest. LDB Fest 2019. Yeah. It's 2019, February yeah. 8th and 9th in when, Louisville um, at the Riot Skate Park. New place. New place. Yeah. Bigger bigger venue is what cool. I was told. I'm going to read off the couple top bands. Ho- tongue, Twitching Tongues. 10th Home anniversary concert. 10th anniversary, tour. yeah. Um, Brought to you by Delsner Slater. Sorry. (laughs) Homewrecker, Culture Abuse, Inclination, Cross Me, Death Bells, Vamachara, Peace of Mind, Judiciary. More and more and more and more. Tons of bands. Are there question marks on there? There's question marks. A little surprise. Who do we think that is? We speculated. Did we? Uh, Well, I think, yeah. Mm. I have no idea what that is. It looks like like we're spelling out. looks like we're stacking right now. Mm. Well, now I'm confused. I have, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, um, oh. shout out to them. It's not until February. We're going to do an episode where we go through the whole thing. Maybe we'll even do a listening party with that. Like and is that, that's the first? 
announcement? Yeah, right? I think so. I, I believe seems... there's more. Okay, there's more. Wow. There's I, a lot I, of bands on this. It, maybe it's not. It feels like they're expanding. Uh, with the name change, they also are going for like a slightly uh, broader energy than before. It's cool. But cool. still a lot in the Midwest. Yeah. I yeah. see the band Stepping Stone on here. I like that band a lot. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff. Um, and this is, say, about a month after FYA. Mm -hmm. Totally different feel. Oh, really sure. Really cool. Sure. Yeah, maybe drive around the south and then drive to Louisville after. Yeah. You yeah, go so to FYA, hang out for a no, while for like a month. make it like some deadhead shit. Go to, you're going down. Right, all those bands are going somewhere else. Right, probably follow drive. them around. Yeah. Just just stay in the southeast and end up in Louisville Weather's a month better. later. Mm. Yeah, actually weathering the south. Hmm. <clears throat> Interesting. Um. They call them snowbirds. Yes. Okay, anything else? Oh, okay. Do you guys, go ahead. Uh, the thing that we could have just made a quick hit uh, because we're not actually going to address it. We're just going to address that it exists. Mm. Uh, yes. There was an article uh, on Pitchfork uh, about Pine Grove. Uh, and here's why we're not touching on it in any significant way. Uh, because you don't want to hear from us exclusively on this we have no problem touching on it, but we'll wait until we have a woman's voice in the room uh, and we can talk about it in a more holistic way because we read it, we had our thoughts, but in in this week, does anybody want to hear from a bunch of fucking a, old white guys from aging white guys no right about, so yeah so that's so it is what it is folks i but I'll say this go read it. Form your own opinions like a fucking adult. Yeah. Uh, think about it. Like, like honestly. Yeah. Think about it, and, and there's a lot of information there. And some wild stuff in there. Yeah. and Some I, people I, really going I, outside the their kind of purview of their jobs. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally found the article uh, to be uh, even-handed. Yes. Uh, yes. For a very difficult yes. subject. Right. Very difficult uh, content. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Uh, we w just so everybody understands that stuff. Pine Grove might not be the sort of stuff that we uh, one hundred percent cover, nope. but we do touch on it. And uh, but it's a pervasive issue exactly. across the country, across right. the, in our world. It's, it's exactly. Whether it be in hardcore or just be in in general society. And right. Think about how big of a conversation this is right now at our highest levels. Yeah. So uh, we didn't want levels. We, we didn't. We didn't want to give the impression that there's shit that we won't talk about but no. but i do I, I i mean i think we all agree that uh it can wait until uh we've got a, a balance more informed, in yeah and, and a more informed a, yeah. opinion yeah. Yeah. so uh that's the only that's the only quick hit i got what else we got that's about it i did want to mention so so we got we threw out we threw out a while ago about the 2000 what's the best record since 2010 we got a ton of responses, as discussed. I some very them. stupid. Some very stupid. Some very expected. Wow, some, some very prescient. Yeah, yes. some very good ones. Because people voted for candy mm. before the record was before out. Before the record came out. They might have been right. They bought stock futures on them. And they won. really did, and <laughs> yeah, good did. on them. But I put out a poll, because we asked on the last episode, do you think we could do this in a way to say, hey, we're going to do a quote-unquote tournament. But not and like pitch bands. Not pitching band bad. against people, yeah. but saying, hey, do you like this record more or do you like this record more? Maybe go out and listen to both. Revisit. Yeah. I think it was 87% said yes. 
13% said, nah, people are assholes. Can't do it. I mean, I mean, they're right. I mean, so I'm putting the vote to this. I'm room. saying the people that said, yeah, you can do it. Just really like want some to, of them want yeah, a bloodbath. They want to so, see the world burn. Yeah. yeah Purple yeah. devil emoji right. peeps. All right. So let's do Some it. People just want to the way we the do things band. in this room and the way I would recommend things is if you're in a partnership that's three people, don't do majority shit. Just everybody's in or everybody's out. Do we want to do this? Do we want to do the best record since 2010? Yeah. I'm uh, straight up. I'm going to say that I'm, 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 a, <laughs> so I'm the, I'm the breaker. I'm no, the deal breaker. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm not sure. You I, can go I, either way. I, I, I want to see what you guys feel. I, look, I'm a musician and I care a lot about what I do. You got I, one vote. But I think that I think that if you are a band that's going to be sensitive about this, you need to check yourself. Yeah, and, and if you've made this, you've already made, like think about how many records have come out in just this world of music since 2010. A fuckload. Yo, so not, if you're in the 64-ish bands we would consider for this list, yo, damn. I, I, I straight up think my records are better than any of these records and I'm not mm-hmm. going to make the list. So like everybody out there, just be... Be cool about yeah. the fact that we're talking about. You might be in the plane. You're in the NIT version. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know who loved the NIT? Who? Sienna? My father yeah. loves. Yeah, loves <laughs> the NIT. That was a thing for a while. Loves it. Loves. It. He's a Sienna man. I I understand. You know, the, what? he lied Sienna to me when I was a kid. I said, "Did you go to college, Dad?" He goes, "Yeah, I went to Sienna." He went to a Sienna game. Yeah. You know what well, I mean? He went there. <laughs> My father, who he was on the campus, who, who was questioning <laughs> me because I got like a, a C on in in some mi- like middle school, I got a C for one quarter. He said, I, "I think I challenged him," and he got kind of mad. But I was like, "Well, how did you do in school?" And he said, "I did great when I was in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was there, a very avoidant answer, sure." Which I later came to know. Oh. It's because he didn't go to school. Yeah, he dropped he out just dropped and, or whatever. And yeah. got his GED. And I was like, did he even get his GED? And my mom's like, well, he took some classes at San Diego State. And I'm like, that doesn't mean yeah, anything. Doesn't in the 70s, anything, yeah. you just go to college and go, hey, I'm yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, graduate. Yeah. So cool. um, what do you think? Can we do this with it being cool, fun, and a way to talk about music? Or is it going to be annoying? No, I think we could. Okay. My only rejoinder or whatever. Yeah. Is that the right word? Mm, you could use it. You're talking about your misgivings it? here? Yeah. What are yeah. you talking about? Um, back. We're going to shut it the fuck down if anyone's an asshole about Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's my only... Uh, so that's this is the warning. We're going to do it because we want it to be a cool way to talk about music. Like we are with the same thing with festivals. We're always looking for a cool way, a different angle to look at music. And to be honest, one of the things that sponsored this, sponsored that pushed this, that made it something that we all thought about was that, yo, know, since 2010, there's been a lot of records that it's like, oh shit, I forgot about this. Yeah. Oh shit, this just didn't hit my wavelength. And I, I bet there's a lot of you out there like that. Maybe you're young and didn't catch this record. Maybe you're older and just were kind of phased out when this shit was popping. So um, we're going to do it. We'll figure out a cool creative way to do it. We'll probably kick it off in the next week or two. Cool. Um, are we going to do seeds or we just... We're going to do seeds based on... So let me the amount spell of, it out here. amount of votes, right? Yeah, so we. It's the best part was that you nobody could have stacked the deck because y'all didn't know... Why I just threw it out there as a random in- innocuous question, but it was fucking motivated. Oh shit! Um, I tallied up all the votes you. that we got. Got him. Sorry. Right. I tallied up all the votes we got. It was something like there was a hundred and seventy different records mentioned. Holy fuck! But there is a solid. Um, there's a solid clear like. We take out the one vote. Right. right. Yep. 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 Um. And so the way to do it is, you know, uh, 64 seeds. We're going 65. Isn't it 65 now? It's 68. Gonna... It's 68. So they Jesus. do two play-ins. I'm right. going to look at that and maybe we'll do it. You because want to do there two play-ins be... for some ones? I think I'm going to do play-ins for the, uh, the, that because 
there's some that I think that deserve You can that. have a Cinderella story. Correct. Deserve a right in Because this is also shit. like, yeah, yeah. No. It's like the big thing is, hey, maybe you get exposed to some shit you just didn't know before. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking we'll, so we have it, we have it, the seeding's based on how many votes these things got. I can tell you what, the number one seed is Trapped Under Ice, Big yep. Kiss Goodnight. Yeah, I would just force it through. Yeah, right. At the end, of, uh, well, it, it got it. It got I'm, it. I'm, I'm done here. You it know? got yeah, it. I, mean, I feel like Fury Paramount, number two, number two, Incendiary Cost of Living, number, number three. three, and number four, I believe, was you kids are absurd. Rival Mob, Mob Justice. Are they? I believe. I think to put Fury. Look, we we've talked about it. That Fury record is not my thing. I respect the people that really it spoke to them. I think that it. I think it speaks to a lot more broad yeah. audience than you might you think. think. No, that might be yeah. true. That might be true. And but, I'm but, I'm excited because how many times have you listened to it? Once. Right. But and is it going to be reason to listen to it again? I'm just saying that like to put it, I it feels like recency. It bias. got it feels like recency. Well, bias. and that's part of it. I'm going to look at this list and mm. kind of weigh out a few things. There might uh, there we're exempting bands who have been forced out of shit because they were scumbags. Sorry, that's the fucking breaks. You yeah. suck. You're out. Sorry, expired. You're yeah. out. Yep. Um, you just don't get to play in fun games like this. That's your punishment here, all right? Um, yeah, it should be way more. Yeah. It, well, it's kind it, of it nice. has yeah, been. Yeah, yeah it's true. Um, this is just a nice little benefit bonus. So we're not going to do regions, right? The, the, Too hard. It's like the, it's like the real thing in the NCAA. They can't do true regions because right. there's just not there's just not enough. To but do I feel like the regions in the NCAA, it's not you're actually not in the you Northwest. Just get, exactly, no, you're like you could be playing in the yeah, Northwest. Bizarre, because that's what people. It's are very strange. Like, oh, Foundation's going to win the South Southeast Division. They might well, be in the yeah. Northwest. Oh, the no Foundation. Um, uh, when the smoke clears, when the smoke clears, Top might four, be the fourth probably. seed. Yeah. Both really, both Foundation uh, when the smoke clears and, and Turncoat are in the 10, top probably. ten. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. So I'm yeah, I'm very excited. There's and we'll put out that. Um, I'm calling it the keep it polite, NIT, axe to grind, sweet 64. Jimmy Valvano, and, Memorial. And, <laughs> and, and to me, you see that arch over the top? Keep it polite. Yeah, this can get shut down, so keep it fun and use this. Keep it polite and listen to some music. And if it's a record you love, listen to it again. If it's a record you hate, listen to it, listen to it try to get through it. Try to hear what someone, for some reason, it made it. What, what does someone like out of this? And give us some reasons. We That's one of the coolest things about what we see on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter or you don't follow us on tri- Twitter... We'll be on Facebook too, right? We'll put on Facebook too. But the interaction on Twitter is pretty fantastic. Seeing the replies, because it gets a lot of people... It gets a lot of people who aren't involved with the podcast uh, often will come and get involved in there. Right. So uh, a lot are of good we, Are we going to publish brackets? Yes, I'm going to put together a bracket, and we're going to do voting for weeks. Bob is on one on this, and I love it. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, so much yeah, yeah. work, and well, it's going to be it, so much fun. His brain gets very organized during yeah, these yeah. moments. So, so we, well, he already has a sports thing down, fucking yeah, know, locked. So he can just. So we're going to do that, and then what I think we're going to do, and I'll rely on you guys to help with this too. But yeah, of course, I think the Twitter. I'm going to put up five polls at the beginning. Of five to maybe it might be as many as six. Where to be six. Six matchups, quote unquote. So you'd have twelve records to go through, and I'm going to put them up, say on a Monday, and give you till the end of the week. And I wouldn't close the poll don't, till. Don't you reflexively just fucking click the thing that immediately no, occurs right, to right. you? Go We're going to lock it down until. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, cool. Maybe I'll announce the matchups yes. on a Monday. 
the lineups I think and then good. and then put the polls up on a Tuesday afternoon or something. I'll figure it out so that then you can vote. You can put some whys in there, whys in the replies, as we say. Um, and then at the end of the week, we'll tabulate that and talk about it. I vote a lot and I don't reply. I don't That's totally why. fine. You're fine. There's a lot of people who do and I'm That's always fine. amazed by it. What, um, I vote and don't reply either. Are we going to do something for like maybe a winner? I'm, I, oh, we brother? haven't thought about this. No, we haven't but, thought about but it. But I mean, like, do you have like? You, you know what I like? I, here's what I like. Like for the people that should we have people submit their brackets beforehand? Oh, like a pick 'em that and was then, brought up. I wonder. Oh, I was thinking that we could go. We could take a little Patreon money and go get a uh, a, a small uh, trophy made. Okay. That would be fucking hilarious. Okay. We'll make two. We'll make one for the winner, like the and band one who the won, band. Yes, and the band. one yes. for the person, yes. who, person who pick up. So we will do a pick em poll. Um, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's fun for you? I'm, I'm excited. I, I think that's fun. pretty hilarious. I, like I think it. it's I don't, fun. I don't, right. know, I don't know what the icon on the top is going to be. I got it. Like a, a bowler. Bowling trophy or something? Yeah, it's got to be a bowler. You want a bowler? <laughs> or like... So what else is there? Is there someone with wings? I wonder if we can get one. An atlas? Oh, we can see... Because of all the hatchet throwing places... They probably we can get one with a dude with uh, a hat. Oh, not bad. Not bad. Okay. Nice to grind. All I'm right. with that. That's cool. Best record of the 20 tons. Um, Are we going to have like, we're going to go to justice and he's going to be like, the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah Whoever yeah. gets it is going to be like, the fuck is this? And I hope they throw a picture of it. Yeah. Okay. You want a wild dropped. card? Yeah. Here's a prediction. Uh, so I think Big Kiss Goodnight, that would have been my vote, right? They're the, they are the stacked team. They're but North he, Carolina. They're UNLV. But here's, yeah. here's what I'm guessing. I'm guessing they get that, taken down. That when people see that they're the stack, there's going to be a push against. There's going to be a push against. Well, That's what I see. Everyone likes. Everyone is um, one, one with the other. Well, and this, yeah. this is the thing, yo. Yeah, I like in a shocking way, there is recency bias. Keepers of the Faith came out in 2010 and didn't get a ton of votes, but that means they're going to have a lower seed. That so they, so they're they going to fucking shred, they might shred through. through yeah. Everything, yeah, they they were they're akin to the college team who was a bunch of seniors. Maybe one dude got hurt. And now they're at full strength for the tournament, but got a 10 seed. Yeah, right. they're going to see Augman's back. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, him and Anderson Hunt are going to If you want to come down. on my basketball podcast, to talk I would do about it. I that. love we basketball. Should. We will. We will talk about it. <laughs> yeah, are I, you surprised? I always shock my friends uh, with, with my knowledge. Like it? I know. And when they go, to, How the fuck do you know? Let's and go to some games. I'm down for it. You know what? Nets games are going to be cheap as fuck. You want to hear what kind of stereotype that is? What? Stereotyping. You've been, you've been profiled. Big guys. I think there's an assumption that they're not into basketball. That they're into football. I wouldn't assume that. I no? just. I don't. No. I, my assumption would have been he's so into music he doesn't like. I knew he has a, a and a New York dude. I know he likes baseball. Right. I do love baseball. But I like yeah. basketball. I like football. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna be fucking hilarious. <laughs> you Frank, can't wait to give the trophy. Your pops. I'm like just, the that's Knicks? all I'm really excited yeah. about. Is the really Does your trophy. pops like the Knicks? My father loves the Knicks. God bless. Does he call them the Knicks or the Knickerbockers? No, here's the thing. He, my father has reached that level of, of old man sports fan yeah. that where he sincerely just likes good games. I love it. You know what I mean? Like, love it. Like, like last night, I stayed up and watched the goddamn Cubs and Rockies until 13th inning. I, watched, I, I watched both preseason basketball games while flipping back to the Cubs to Rocktober um, because they fucking you, Your dad down for basketball? My dad loved basketball. Yeah, took me like to the Celtics. Basketball. Yeah. My, my Did not like my pops was from Boston, so he oh, really wow. liked the Celtics in the eighties too. Good in the eighties, yeah, 60, he was going in the sixties, right? So and he from liked John Havlicek on. right. He liked the he loved basketball. He thought hockey was cool. And here's how you can tell a poser New England sports fan: mm. if you ride so hard for the Patriots and the Red Sox, my dad liked the Red Sox, but he was in the Boston institution of they're never going to win. They're never going to win. Right? He saw him win before he passed, but 
that you know it was like all right cool right fine. he was a Jerry Lynn guy but if you know people who are Patriots fans I'm sorry guys you're you're either very young or you're not really down mm-hmm. right. you don't remember Tony Eason you don't remember Tony Eason you don't remember the uh, Craig James that was the who was back. their tight end their tight end was somebody. Well, whatever. Ben Coates in the 90s with Drew Budso. Um, you talking about Tony Gonzalez? No, not Tony Gonzalez. No, I'm talking about Ben Coates. I'm thinking of What's the, the tight end. got killed? What's the dude that killed him? Oh, yeah. Who's the... Oh, Bob, I thought you'd appreciate yeah. this. You know yeah. what Amelia's wearing right now? A Denver Broncos <laughs> Super Bowl yes. 32 uh, crew neck sweatshirt. 1997, yeah. yeah. yeah How'd we you discussed know? it. Okay, we right. discussed it already. Right. She posted the, she posed the uh, Instagram story. And I was like, yo, great sweatshirt. And she's like, that's amazing that you know what the hell that is. So shout out to her. Yeah. All right, um, so we're going to do this fun-ass tournament. Um, thank you, guys. Uh, we'll be back with more great content. <laughs> fuck what Brett Kavanaugh. That's what we do. Fuck Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, fuck, fuck him Brett and Kavanaugh. anyone who supports him. Free Frank Kinlan, fuck Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> wow, for real. Respect, all right. <laughs> we're taking your dad to a Knicks game next year. November 6th, we're all coming for you. Oh, everybody, everybody, yeah. keep my fa- everybody keep my father's foot in your uh, thoughts and prayers. That's, that's a weird... <laughs> Free Frank, keep Frank's foot. Frank footer. Frank footer. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.